I want to remind everyone to go to uh, hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list. Very important thing to do. Um, that's the best way for you guys to keep in touch with us, with us, figure out all the different platforms we're on, all you know, alternative ways to communicate with us, ways to support us, all that kind of stuff is there. Um, you can look around Lola's deals. So those are those are cool deals of things you may may want to buy, and we get a couple of shekels. As Walter says, out of that, we've got a merchandise tab where we've got patches and stickers and things like that that are also there. Um, you know, just look around the site. Okay, now let me uh, let me load up Babyface P somehow back into here. Here we go. Boom, there he goes. Uh, no Walter tonight. Walter hasn't made it back from Delaware, I don't think, Patrick. Um, I didn't even know he was in Delaware until that, like uh, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Walter's getting tanked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. I forgot about that. That's where he's getting the tanks from. All right, let's smash the open. Let's get into this. Um, this is thing. You're going to have to fill in for two minutes. I got to restart my computer. I'll be back in less than two minutes. Oh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So there you go. Babyface P uh, having some technical difficulties. We'll get that sorted out here. Uh, let me smash the open. That's probably the best thing to do right about now. Welcome back. The All right, make sure you guys subscribe Lifestyle to the channel, smash the thumbs up, ring the bell, so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. Uh, I know I'm here by myself, but we are live. Trust me. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you guys are getting us out there. If you're, if you're, if you're seeing this, I appreciate you guys being here. Please smash those thumbs ups, ring the bell. As I said, help us to override the algorithm here. This is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, first, I want to give a big shout out to Tusk Firearms Crypto Payments. Big shout out to those guys for supporting us and supporting freedom. Um, I do own Tusk Crypto Coin. I see Flying Riches out there. I have um, hit him up with a couple of these things. Looks like Flying Rich wants to get tagged in. Uh oh. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get you in here, Flying Rich. I could probably do that. Um, so, uh, let's see, let's dial them in while we're talking here. Okay. So, you know, big thanks to Tusk for that. If you guys have any issues figuring out Tusk, just Google Tusk Crypto. You can go to the website. There's things that you can go through there that, that'll help you, uh, walk through the whole thing. As I was saying, I did make a payment to Richard Hughes and I'm listening. I'm listening to the bell ringing. Yeah. Uh, big shout out also to uh, John Crump. I see him out there. John Crump is out there. Uh, let's see. Putang Clan is out there. Shout out to Putang Clan, who I actually met. I met in South Carolina last week. So, um, okay. Let's see what else. Oh, let me let me get the uh, episode number in here. It's episode number seven hundred and thirty-six of the Who Moved Without Freedom podcast. It's free for all Monday, and uh, the title is "Productive Conversation is Code for Give Up More Freedoms." That's right. I I do believe that, and uh, you guys will see why I'm saying that. There is an article that was on Ammo Land, and as I said, I see John Crump out there. He didn't obviously didn't write this article but i see him out there in the chat if you guys want to follow up on that you definitely can and we'll have the conversation about that let me see if i could try to get richard hughes i don't think he's quite ready 
out there yet. Let's see if we can get him in. Uh, okay, Richard Hughes, you're not answering. I'm trying to call you. Let me try to get Patrick back here while we're trying to get... Uh, uh, there we go. Okay, let's get Patrick on. See if we can make that happen. There we go. There we go. Babyface. All right. Sorry. Oh. Uh, so, so my computer does this weird thing when I plug in the camera for the first time after it's been. Oh, did I freeze? No. I'm no, back. no, no. You're here, Patch. Uh, after I after I've uh, haven't plugged it in for a while, where it like takes over the keyboard and starts typing random stuff, and I have no idea why. But uh, restarting seems to fix it, so we're back. Okay, cool. We've got Richard Hughes joining us. In a muscle shirt. Uh, yeah. I was just working out. So he's looking. And, and if yeah. I'm wearing it, it's not a muscle shirt. So <laughs> slight flex, a slight, a slight flex there, Richard Hughes. He's trying to look like he did. Um, he's trying to look like he did back in the '80s, I guess. Yeah, my wife made me work out. Yeah, you know what? Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing no, from the wife. No, I'm I'm starting this week. By the way. Yeah. But it, it's better when the trainer is here, and she couldn't make it today. Oh, see, well, th that's where your your wife is getting off on the right foot. Female trainer, awesome. <laughs> Kudos. Kudos With to that. Foot. We're not going to do any, you know, we're not going to go further than that. But, hey, awesome, you know, uh, because I think that's motivation for dudes. I know for me that's motive. Like, if it's other dude, if it's Patrick around and we're trying to work out, I'll be like, no, Patrick, I'm not unless. Nah, you got to go. You can't make me do Can't nothing. do that. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, Hank, so. is your, your van hermetically sealed? Um, no. <laughs> you're, you're not letting the coof out, are you? Uh, no. So let me get into He's that. He's not real here today. Yeah, yeah. I'm not over at his place, and uh, I'm, I'm at my place, one. So before we get into talking about this Ammoland article that you guys should look into here, we're going to kind of uh, rebut, I guess is the way to to uh, say it, this Ammoland article that's out there. We will get into it. So my oldest son does did test positive for COVID-19. So we were taking it easy. We were taking it easy. Um, and uh, now I see Rod Mills. Rod Mills wants to jump did in. Did you did you see that Amaland already put up another article attacking the first article? Oh, is there a rebuttal? Well, maybe that's oh, good. Oh, there is, is someone... a rebuttal, huh? A gun activist calls for expanded background checks, then says he didn't? Yeah. <laughs> Posted today by oh, F. Gonna... Ryle, editor-in-chief. Okay, that's Freddy. So we, this is we, getting juicy as hell. I yeah, we're, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into all of it oh. here in a second here. Uh, let me see. Should I add? Do you guys want me to add Rod Mills? No, make no I don't like Rod. No, no. no Rod. Okay. <laughs> don't like Rod Mills. Okay, I'll try to add Rod Mills here. Um, I'm trying to find the original article. It, it wasn't. There's no way it was taken down, right? Gun rights. It's got to be under gun rights. No, that, the article is still there. You can, you can search for it. So anyway, here's the thing I want to say about the COVID situation. My older son... Did test positive. Lola and I, we were staying home, doing the right thing, not putting anyone at risk. Lola got a test done. Hers came back negative. Mine came back yesterday, also negative. So as it stands right now, we don't have it. How we can be in the same household? Wait, 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 Hank. So you only had COVID when I was in town, so I couldn't stop by? I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. I, I, I didn't tell you that for that reason. I just didn't know. I literally got the result. Um, I think last night, last night I got the text and it said, Hey, there's a result in Lola went and looked at it. She says, you, you're also negative for it. So how that exactly works, I don't know, 
Patrick's camera. What's up with Patrick's camera? Nothing. Nothing. It's working. Oh, I. Oh, okay. It's working just fine. You added Rod Mills in, and then he broke everything. Okay, so there we go. So all of us, everyone's here right now. So that's the uh, that's the situation that's going on there with the COVID thing. We are negative for that um, as of now. So, Rod, you I, gotta. Yeah, go sideways, Rod Mills. Yeah, go sideways. Yeah, once you're there, you go. Now you're once you're ready. So everyone out there, forgive us for what's going on right now. Smash the thumbs ups. We're all gonna get into this. Let me ask everyone who's read the article that I'm gonna mention here, and I will throw that article up on the screen so that folks know exactly what we're talking about. Um, this is an article in Amoland News, and um, it goes like this: Guns in America. Ending the culture war and starting a productive conversation. Um, and then there's an editor's update that's here, but that was not here this morning. And this article went up. It was posted on March 26th. What's today's date? Today is probably, what, 29th? Uh, 29th. Yeah, so 29th. So this was put up on Friday. Um, and We're there's finding out about it now. Did, did somebody, I'm just surprised that nobody has, we haven't heard more hoopla until today. Yeah, I think people got mad today. How I found out about this is uh, there are people like, what's going on with this thing? Uh, sending yeah. it to me. So, And then I went and looked at it, and then I got mad. Okay. Um, I, I like the editors, uh, and, and I made a point of saying this to anybody that was uh, curious. Can you guys um, see me? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yep. Um, I like oh. the editor's note, and I respect the fact that they are willing to publish something that goes completely against 90 eight percent of their viewer base uh mm -hmm. because i think you need to know what your ideological enemy thinks about you um, um even uh, if it's shaded yes and even if that person is in the clothing of an ally Part, but really okay, so, in the skin so of a one one uh it's good to know what your ideological enemy thinks about you and it's good mm -hmm. to to be able to read what they think about you so you can uh vigorously disagree with them uh in however many curse words possible Two, it's good to show who is the wolf in sheep's clothing in your camp so you can root them out and make sure they're no longer part of your camp. Because right. I think we've talked about this before in the past. It's more dangerous to have somebody in your camp pretending to be part of your group uh, that's actually stabbing you in the back than it is to have somebody that is facing you, opposing you face to face where you can say, I know we don't agree. Yeah, you know? or, or interested in negotiating your, negotiating your rights away. So who we're talking interested about here? Interested in negotiating something away that he has no right to. Yeah. So None who we're do. who we're talking about here? Let's be clear. Um, you know, we're talking about Rob Pincus. He has been on the show. I've known him for some time. Uh, from the first time I had Rob Pincus on the show, there were people like, "Hey, you know, trying to tell me things." That happens to all of us. I'm sure people say that about me. So I'm not going to pretend that um, there isn't like all the stuff that goes on where people do that. I typically try to get to know people for myself. Um, and I feel that I've done that here, but I'm at the point where I don't trust the intentions of Rob Pincus. I, I'm not, I don't really want to be here like trying to, you know, drop bombs on him. I just really feel that he's not on our side and maybe angling here for uh, a seat at the table with the Biden administration when it comes to taking guns away and things you know like that. He so, sounds like, mm -hmm. um, he sounds very much like uh, well, what's a Republican that uh, his wife owns a ketchup company. Um, well, used to be Republican. Yes, he sounds very much like Kerry. That's exactly mm -hmm. what I think of when I read his article. 
Yeah. So let me. And let me Carrie, look who Carrie works for. So just saying. Yeah. Let me give these other guys a chance. So, so Patrick, you read this whole thing, right? Because it comes across like some 1984 Orwellian. This is something I have to say. It sounds very Orwellian and double speak. This is my it first is. thoughts. Is, Lola's first thoughts. It is thoughts. sneaky. It is uh, the the wording and. For anybody that has hasn't read it, when you go to read it, read through it slowly, carefully, and really absorb every sentence that is put out there because every sentence has been formulated specifically to do certain things. Uh, there's wording that is specifically used to demonize versus bring up. Like very, very specific wording is used in this article, and I, I linked one to er- Hank earlier that I thought was funny. Yeah, uh, which is it's very um, I'll find it eventually. But yeah, it's very uh, typical of, of lefty policies. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. I just want to be thorough. So uh, so let's see. Let's start with Richard Hughes. Have you had a chance to read this article? I have not read it, but, uh, you know, this follows the same pattern all the time. I, I mean, we you we mentioned it together this early this morning, but it, it's always like if we give up a little bit, like if we give up bump stocks, if we do background checks, if we do this, then they'll leave it. No, they have never said, oh, wait, you gave us bump stocks. You know what? Have concealed carry reciprocity. Go shoot shit. Enjoy yourself. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know what's funny is if you go look on Pincus's socials today because people are, are hounding him pretty pretty heavily. Uh, Instagram, we'll go look at Instagram. He tries defending himself saying, well, anybody that, you know, goes and follows the law right now isn't isn't standing up for for no gun control. Which is the most idiotic argument. Wow. Well, there's already gun control, so why not have more? I mean, come on. That's basically what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Let's get to Rod Mills. Rod Mills, did you get a chance to read this article? And you froze. I had with a little earlier today. Say that again, because you, you froze a little bit there. You're all over the place, Rob. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah we absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah, I actually, uh, me and Rob actually been texting pretty much all day. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah. His, his word is pretty much that we got it all wrong. and Because uh, we're idiots, you know, obviously. We're sheep. We're we're children. We need to be. We need to be led by someone that knows what's better for us. I'm getting his sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. My bad. My bad. Go ahead, Rod. And the the thing is, he basically, you know, indicated that you know it was misconstrued the way it was taken in text, and that he's more than willing to you know, come on uh, or have a public forum with his, his explanations. Um, okay. He did indicate that, hey, you know what? His, his, he's not here to uh, give any... I mean, I asked him uh, point on blank. You know me, I don't, don't give a fuck. You know, I'm like, hey, look, you know, what's your intention? And, you know, his, he said, man, look, my intentions is not what they're saying it is. He said, basically... Um, he's, you know, he, I think it accounted to the point where he's playing chess and, um, when everybody else is looking at him playing checkers, you know, he right. Said, Chris Bullis says he's playing 8D chess. <laughs> How'd that work out so far for anyone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what? So, 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 
Uh, I'm sorry, Rod. So here's here's my thing. I don't want to give much more of a platform to this kind of stuff than I've already done in the past. I am going to discuss it today and get into it and all that. And then pretty much after this, I'm going to not give a platform to people like this. And this is what made me mad in regards to Ammoland, right? And I think Patrick touched on it. They did put in this disclaimer. I can tell you guys, I did screen captures from an article that went up Friday night or something like that. There wasn't um, any disclaimer in there until sometime today when I'm not going to say meek, but I think that other folks out there got really upset about this. And then, you know, they were, they, they put up this disclaimer um, let, let's look at that disclaimer here for a second, just so, cause I want to compartmentalize everything and I'm going to get into what, what, uh, Pincus was saying, but let's see if we can just read the disclaimer for a second. Cause I want to comment on that. Um, so it says editors update March 29th, 2020 one. This is not the opinion of Amoland News. It seems we are old school in that we still publish opposing points of view on controversial topics. Our regular readers all know where the ownership of Amoland News stands on the issue. And we have tens of thousands of articles and over a decade of advocating for the uh, right to keep and bear arms. They put RKBA. Sorry if we offended anyone, but we still have the balls to print various opinions for good or bad. And deciding whether they are right or wrong is left up to you, our readers, to decide. That's why we are one of the few media outlets left where you can freely leave a comment uncensored. And that was penned by Freddie Real, editor-in-chief. Um, let me let me go to you guys first here. Uh, any opinions on this? Let me see if I can get everyone. So I'm going to start out with because I'm probably the most opinionated on the board. Okay. Um, I agree. I I I actually, like I said earlier, I'm I am completely on board with them publishing things that you disagree with, because again, I want to know what the ideological enemy thinks about us. You know, I'm totally. I don't mind going out of my comfort zone to read things that are uncomfortable to us because it's important to know what people think about us. so I, I'm on board with them publishing it. Uh, it. It's great. It's great. It brings it brings. Uh, what's the, the the great sterilizer is is the sun bringing bad ideas out to to the sunlight. Sunlight so, is uh, the best disinfectant. Yeah, sunlight's the best disinfectant. Yeah, it's great. I'm on board. Okay. Um, I think I think that's true. Uh, let me let, give everyone a chance here. Rod Mills, do you have a opinion of of what I read from the uh, editors of Ammoland? Is Rod frozen? I can't. Yeah, it looks like he's frozen. Yeah, well, he's in the garage. I think he's in the garage. Yeah, yeah, that's not helping. Okay, let's go. To, let's go to um, let let's go here to uh, Richard Hughes. So it sounds like the the Holy Roman Church, where they did you know mass in Latin. You need even though Rod, I'm sorry, not Rod. Uh, even though Pincus wrote it, he has to explain what he wrote to you because you can't read it. That yeah. sounds like a load of crap. Yeah. The well. Other- The other thing to note here, Mm -hmm. which is very important, and you should note this because it could be used in the future very, very soon, is we don't know who wrote what. It's a open letter, joint open letter between Dan Gross and Rob Pincus. We don't know who wrote which words specifically, and yeah. it could be so around the future. So, let, so just to throw that up here, that's the next yeah. part. Open letter by Dan Gross, former president of the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence and Rob Pincus. Now, apparently, uh, it, Gross has come across to our to our side. 
um, in the no. last year or so, perhaps? No, uh, no absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, hit me with what you guys think about that. So I was just I was just throwing that out there. Be aware that some people in the future might go, well, I really didn't mean that because, you know, I didn't pin that part partic- in particular. Okay. Right. And then yeah. I'll throw it right, back. No. Hank, would, would you let Patrick write a letter and you write a couple of sentences, no matter how mealy mouth it sounded? Not not like Patrick's going to write a letter like that. Yeah. But would you just sign up? Would you put your name on that letter? No, I speak for myself and I let I try to right. let everyone speak right. for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I somebody writes a, a half baked. Eh, let's, you know, negotiate to keep some of our rights. No, F no. Mm-hmm. It, it's been that way. We've been doing that for 50 years. Yeah. So I'm done. Yeah, Rod Mills, did you want to give a um, did you want to give an opinion of the editor's note here? Well, I mean, not necessarily that. More so of the fact because I understand that's typical uh, PR. Yeah, okay. You know, I was in I was in the NFL PR for thirteen years, so that's typical, uh, par for the course. Uh, but the the one thing that I do want to do is this. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I let. Uh, Rob know how I felt personally mm-hmm. that I said that hey, look we are at the end of you know giving up any gun rights uh, we've given up more than we even have to offer uh, and you know he agreed with me on that now I am one of the, the more lenient types where I'm like hey look let everybody have their day in court okay uh, I'm not gonna accuse I'm not gonna hang him Based on either one mistake or it would um, it put him in a negative light when he really wasn't supposed supposed to be there. Um, not that I'm taking up for him, you know. He knows that. Um, you know, I'm one man speaking uh, on behalf, not on behalf of another man, but my interpretation of the conversation that we had today. Right. Uh, his his interpretation is this: he doesn't or does not intend to give up any of our rights. Right. And also, and also I think, and I did speak to Pincus via text. Um, you know, he says he was trying to start a conversation. He wasn't making any statements. So we're going to, we're going to get into all of that. I just want to cover, I want to cover up everything. Yeah. I want to cover, I want to cover the thing about Amoland news. Cause, and I'll put out my, I'll put up my thing that, um, that I said because I put you know what let me throw this let me throw this up just to keep everyone in like a logical uh, thread of the conversation here I think I will share my post to all of this for the pe- for the f- people who already know what we're talking about here was my post on uh, Instagram and other places and it reads this thusly uh, uh, you're gonna have to read all this bullshit to believe it with lo- with lots of Orwellian doublespeak. This reads to me as blah, 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 red flags good, blah, 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 voluntary confiscation, uh, close gun show loopholes, negotiate and be reasonable or we'll lose everything, quote unquote, blah, blah, blah. Rob Pincus is really an op in the gun community. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say I ever worked with both Amoland News as well as Rob Pincus. I've backed off that lately because both of them have shown me a ready willingness to sacrifice the Second Amendment as well as uh, the goodwill of the gun community over industry and politicians. Um, and then uh, you know, I said, well, fuck that now. I'll just pour kerosene on all those bridges and burn the mothers down. I hereby disavow hereby disavow anyone trying to push this bullshit ass message of surrender. Uh, shall not comply, motherfuckers. 
and I put up the article there. That's me. That's that's where I was at this morning. If anyone wants to know, that's where I was at this morning. Now, since then, I have actually spoken to Freddie, that was the editor of Amalan News. Um, I've spoken to a couple of people. Well, I've spoken to uh, John Crump, obviously works for Amalan. And John assures me, and so does Freddie, that their intention is not to say that they agree with this. Their intention is to uh, give Pincus a platform and let him express himself. Obviously, he's written other articles for them. Um, so that was their intention of doing this. And I know people have come like, well, Hank, why are you mad at these guys? You know, they're just and, and you said that you said the same thing, Patrick, right? You I, I, I am. So I'm going to disagree with you. I think yeah. I still think sunlight's the best disinfectant. Let people come out and show who they truly are. And then we can decide as a as a community or even as individuals if you want to associate with them or not. Yeah. So I'm going to back off my anger of that. If anyone wants to know if I still feel the same kind of anger at Amoland, I'm going to back off that a little bit. I was upset because we've seen some things like I'm not very happy about the treatment of Amoland to the article that John wrote um, last year talking about pistol pistol braces. That was all completely re-edited and all that kind of stuff. So part of my anger was coming from that situation that went down there. And then, you know, now this situation and I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, wh what's happening here? But having spoken to 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 Crump himself and uh, Freddie, and this is one thing that, has, that I think is different and I have to give some kind of respect to uh, to, to the other publications out here. I can't readily have conversations with those guys, right? Freddie yep. reached out to me. I don't even think he was aware that I made this statement, but he heard that I was really pissed off. So <laughs> it's we um we were pissed so, off, Hank. Yeah. Hank Hank knows I so I'm just gonna throw this out there and this might be a little bit of a wander that I do here, but Hank, you know I'm very belligerent. Uh and I, I will say whatever the hell I feel like most of the time, even if it will land me in a little bit of trouble for mm -hmm. the most part. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I think in time I have learned that um, it's not easy. Uh, most news agencies that lean one side or the other are not willing to voice the opinions of the other side because they're, I guess, afraid that people will listen and then kind of change their mind about things. Mm -hmm. Where uh, I, I agree here that I think this is good and healthy because – for me, at least, it reinforces my ideas of you're wrong. You are 100 percent wrong and I do not agree with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I understand why they're doing it. I just, mm -hmm. you know, I here, here was my thing to them that I said to Freddie, the editor. I said, you guys have to have like some kind of practices here for stuff like this. So, for example, Pincus, just like when when John writes an article or I've written for Amoland in the past. If you write an article, you don't get to hit the publish button. They do. Mm -hmm. So when they see stuff like this, you know, I think that, okay, one, they should have put up the statement that they put up later saying, Hey, this is not our opinion. This is mm -hmm. this person's opinion. This T two, they should have given room for a rebuttal to that opinion. Um, at the same time to go up at the same time. This, um, it, I, I think this all should be treated in the way that – and I hate to cite them because they've been terrible lately. But I believe the New York Times typically does the opinion column. 
-hmm. And it was originally intended to be where anybody could voice any crazy opinion because they wanted to get them to the surface where people could read it, decide for themselves, "Ah, I really don't like that, or yeah, I kind of agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they label it. People know when you go to the opinion column, you are getting the opinion of the person writing the piece, and Mm -hmm. it is probably not going to be something you want to read, or it might not agree with you at all, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what to expect. So yeah. if they if they did something similar, I, I think I would be totally on board with it. Yeah, I think this is a I think they should have uh, I think in the future they should uh, or and I know now you said there was a rebuttal. I would have liked to seen that go up because I think things like this Same can time, be yeah. used. Th- things like this can be used against the whole community. And at the end of the day, I I would applaud Amoland for trying to uh, give um, the, the soapbox to to folks out there but it's not like the fair and balanced news or whatever it's ammo land news you know they're they're on our side and there should at least be an opportunity for a rebuttal from someone here with a different opinion um but listen i'm i'm back i i would say and i you know okay maybe i got a little bit too hot-headed um, so far as no, no, news, but it, you know. it's hard. It's hard because when you read something that goes, uh, when you read something from somebody who supposedly is on your team that goes against the soul of the second amendment that goes against what you have, what you fight for, what you totally believe in, mm-hmm. it really, it pisses you off and it makes you really mad. And I, I totally understand. Like you got to look back at it six hours later and go, Okay, I'm gonna reevaluate a little bit because yeah. no, I got, was in the got, same boat. I'm pissed. We got to be careful not to tar and feather at the first emotion that we have of of maybe you. maybe a, an ally of ours. Um, the one thing that that I, that I told Pink is I said, "Hey, look, I'm not gonna rush to judge you." Okay, I feel that, but and I did let him know that if you sit back and don't say anything to clear your 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 um uh, your name. I said, well, you're going to lead people to go ahead and assume. So don't ever leave anybody to assume anything. I said, get out there. Let let everybody know what your true intentions are. Now, one thing I will say is this. We're all gun guys. We're all in the gun community, all in the, the second A, the 2A community. But we also have to remember that we all have our differences as well. At my key thing is this. As long as we're all on the same side with the same final agenda that is the one thing that counts more so than anything now the one thing we have to be careful we have to now educate because there are times where i've said things that maybe i didn't know everything someone pulled me aside and they said hey look this is why we're saying this Mm -hmm. look at it from our way you know, and then I had to change my 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 stance. And then at that point, I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? I guess if I was on that that side, I would feel that way. And I'm not like yeah. I say, I'm not here to. Uh, Rob didn't send me on here to. Talk no, I understand for him. that. But but here's the uh, thing: if you if you put out if you're in a community like ours, and I'm and mm-hmm. I do not believe everyone has to think the same way. I get it. But if you're in a community like ours and you go on a big platform that we all respect every night here, we've been doing this for over three years. Every night we talk about MLN news, truth about guns. Mm. We even go to the firearms blog, even though they don't cover this kind of stuff too often. (laughs) And we and we chastise them for that. Right. And we try to chastise people. And ultimately, like for me, I feel my responsibility to the folks out there who listen to us and support us. You know, and and expect us to be uh, some kind of a voice for them. Here's what I feel. If you 
if Rob Pincus takes a grenade and throws it into a room with the rest of us and it explodes and, and <laughs> you know, and we're and we all get up in arms, he should not be surprised by that because that was his entire intention. And, and even admittedly, self-admittedly, his intention was to start a conversation, but he did it in a double-speak, two-faced way to not actually take responsibility for the statements that are, that are in this opinion piece. And that's where I'm, I'm like, because I didn't have that thing on Amoland to get up and say that, I'm going to get mad about it. And I'm going to go out on my social media and say, no, nah, this is bullshit and I'm mad about it. Now, they, they've said to me, hey... Hank, whatever your opinion is on this, we will publish a rebuttal from you and we'll include everything. Whatever you say bad about us, whatever statements you want to send us, we'll do it the same thing. And I said, okay, fine. You know, and, and I don't want to get paid for that or anything. I've gotten paid for writing for them in the past. I told them, okay, you and they, they so they're gonna take some of this video, if not the whole thing, and put it up there, and they're gonna put up my opinions and your opinions up there. So this is what happens. You can't be mad about that when when you throw the first punch and then you start right. the fight. You can't just go, oh, wait a second. I wasn't trying to start a fight. I was just talking, saying some stuff. Let's 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 look at this as a teachable moment, though, for, for mm -hmm. all of us. OK, mm -hmm. but and if he misspoke or because there's been several times in life I've said shit that I could bring. I wanted to bring back, but I couldn't. And I had to okay. man up and. You know, say, hey, you know so, what? I, I, I misspoke. Right. I agree with you. But mm -hmm. Let me say this, though. Mm -hmm. The one thing we have to allow him to sit down, go over his thoughts. Okay. And I think that's what he's doing if he hasn't done it already today. Hey, you know what? Maybe I may have did this wrong. Maybe I may have misspoken. Now, am I going to um, uh, chastise him and, and just say, hey, you know what? you know, screw you for the rest of my life. No, I like to give people, I've, I'm at that age now where I feel that everybody needs a second chance uh, to either one, to write. Because it's got one. a second and a third chance already. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's, you know, okay, let's do this. Let's read his words, which were obviously carefully written. Let's read his words. Let's get into this. Uh, I just want to do this for the sake of, uh, you know, like just being thorough in what we're talking about here. Patrick, you're still there, I, right? I think... Yeah. yeah, absolutely here. I think uh, we should let everybody know that we will probably be covering this for almost two hours. So if you don't want to hear about it after a certain point, you may want to go somewhere else because yeah. we're going to get into it for a, a while. Yeah, so we're we're fired up. We're going to be on this for a yeah. while. Yeah, I want to let everyone I want to let everyone get their opinion. If you want to start the conversation, conversation started, mofos. Yeah, okay. you know, I'm with. So I'm with. let's let's write it. Yeah, let's read this. Let's read this thing here for a second. We're going to read part of it and then we'll stop and then we'll come back. OK, so. um so this is so there's a you know um there's this picture of a fingerprint of a finger and a fingerprint and all that it says guns in america ending the culture war starting a productive conversation okay so although many other issues have understandably dominated the news cycle we are at a critical moment for guns over the last year gun sales have reached unprecedented levels as have gun involved homicides and the house has recently oh. passed hr 1446 the enhanced background check act of 2021 which is currently being debated in the senate recently a wave of tra tragic mass shootings has put the gun issue in national headlines as president biden has called on the senate to pass the background check bill adding that he supports a ban of assault weapons uh is someone trying to stop me here 
No, no, no. I'm just like the, this hey, is we're the reacting. Same. Yeah, I, it's it's <laughs> a lot of sh- there. There's no fact there. There yeah. there hasn't been a rise in in the homicides with firearms. It's actually decreased as the number of mm-hmm. firearms increased. Um. Okay. All That's right. Not true. Yeah. I mean, I could, Patrick. Do you have this pulled up? Because we could switch back and forth if you want to. I'm gonna con- I'm gonna continue. Are you here, asking, but... Sorry, I, I, there's a, a somebody outside singing, and I was very confused. Uh, oh. <laughs> you're asking me to pull, pull it up. Yeah, pull uh, it. Yes. Yes. So take the second paragraph. Uh, we are two advocates, activists, and leaders from opposite sides of the gun debate, and I'm gonna put quotes where they put quotes, who have come together because we both believe we are at a make or break moment. Suffice it to say, there is plenty that we disagree on. But for anyone with a genuine goal of reducing the number of preventable gun deaths in our nation, we believe that we have an opportunity for real impact that has not existed for years. And I don't know if that was worded correctly. Mm -hmm. If we are not able to seize it, it is likely to have negative repercussions for years to come. So you have to make change now, because if you don't. Bad yeah. things will happen. If you don't, in other, uh, in other words, if you don't negotiate with these guys, if you don't come to the table and sit down Bad and tell them what you're willing to give happen. up, you're going to lose everything. This sounds, this sounds like the Republican politicians that were telling us in the first, in the first days of uh, the Trump administration, no, we're not going to do anything. Just take it easy. We'll come back in the midterms. Oh no! If you don't vote for us in the midterms, guess what? You're, you, you, you're going to lose everything to the Democrats. Hank, they're coming. So something to note here for people listening and watching, they're coming from. So this is somebody writing to you, telling you the way it is, not not asking how it is or how it should be. They're telling you they're coming from the wrong location. They're telling you this will be done if you, you don't get on board. The table yeah. So we can make it done. Right. And it's Otherwise, a it's a deliberate. So this isn't a, this isn't a conscious flow like we do here. We were just all no. consciously flowing. This is a deliberate set sat down, written out thing that's edited, on behalf of reversed, two people. Revised, re-read, <laughs> yes. re-edited. Every word put in here, I would assume when it comes to presidents of these organizations, whatever the hell Rob runs and this guy that runs the worst anti-gun legislation group out there. Um, every word is fine-tuned before a PR piece like this goes out. Yes, and there's a there's an intended audience. It's intended to piss us off, um, but it's in, it, the audience is not really us. No, the audience no, is I'm going to say the White House. <laughs> okay. I I think you know I'm not sure about that. I think the audience is so they they start this. Uh, to try to get to people, because because there's only the only arguments that are made in this are are um, emotional. There's no logical arguments. Nothing logic. No hard numbers. No nothing like that. It's only it's only calls to emotion. So it's looking for people that will fall for emotional arguments, which typically end up on the left, somewhat lean left. Okay, let's uh, let's continue with it here. Let's continue with it. The key to any meaningful change begins with changing the conversation. From one defined by politicians, lobbying organizations, and the media as a partisan political debate to one that truly reflects the interests of the American people, whether they own guns or not. Change will never just – will never happen just by – first off, we don't want change. We want no change, and we want to go back to how it should be. Anyway, sorry. 
Change will never happen just by making, quote, common sense political proposals in the emotional aftermath of another mass tragedy. So in other words, when when tragedy happens and everyone's emotional, don't be common sense because that's not good enough. Nope. Note the wording, mass mm-hmm. tragedy. They're pulling at heartstrings. They're not pulling at logic. Mm-hmm. And then expecting the truth, a claim, um, a claimed respect for the Second Amendment, a latent, overwhelming majority, and skillful political strategy to do the rest. We are often asked how terrible, terrible a mass shooting must occur in order to inspire real change. Now, it doesn't matter. The Second Amendment doesn't care. We believe this is the wrong question. The, que- the fact is... A tragedy of horrific proportions happens every day in our nation. No, it doesn't. You're wrong. You're pulling in emotions. Both in terms of the number of deaths and injuries that occur with guns and the extent to which they are preventable. Complete emotional, illogical sentence, uh, uh, paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we can... So, so first of all here, we're accepting that guns are the only way that human beings kill other human beings. Right. And if you make guns illegal or unobtainable, the next option is worse and more deadly. And I'm not going to give recipes. Yeah, it's true. No, it, you you go to countries that don't have gun crimes. They have more horrific other, other yeah. crimes. That yeah. But in America, crimes. in America, people aren't only using guns. We've seen people no. using all co- co- like uh, human beings will use anything at their disposal. Yes. Hey, we can add, we can add Richard Monder this um, about what <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know? go to the UK. They have knife crimes like crazy because yeah, that's but, what they have. But we have so many. Everything is dangerous in our world. Yes. Okay. Yep. Guns are dangerous. Knives are dangerous. Yes. Sticks are dangerous. Fists are dangerous. Rocks are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Cars are dangerous. Planes are dangerous. You know, you, huh? Skateboards have killed me. Yeah, skateboards. Yeah, everything. <laughs> things. Things are dangerous. That life yeah. is dangerous. Life is filled with. Uh, uh, life is filled with mystery, and I could walk out my house tomorrow. And not even controlled from outside. I could, yes, I could get hit by a car or a bus, and we make jokes about it at work, having the hit by a bus factor where you have backup mm-hmm. in case somebody gets sick or whatever. I could go walk outside in the next ten minutes and have an aneurysm and die. It, you don't know what's going to happen, but go ahead. you don't worry about it. You don't, you don't overprotect yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you a question: uh, Is there a filibuster in place? Uh, if they are looking at um, the uh, any of the HRs uh, passing any of those, currently, yeah. well, there's always a filibuster. Well, yeah. they're trying to get rid of it at the moment. Yes, currently, currently the filibuster is in. There are about three or four senators that are Democrats, I believe. Uh, I think all four of them are Democrats that are the sway vote right now in getting rid of the filibuster. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have those names, but if anybody out there wants to go look them up, call them and tell them to keep the filibuster. Uh, Joe Biden. If you look, actually, a funny video, Joe Biden from the 80s talking about how important the filibuster is. And then last week came out and saying it's it's a terrible thing. What an awful thing. So, yeah. But ultimately here, adding more gun control, uh, whether they they're able to I hope they don't push anything through Congress. Something doesn't get to the president's desk and uh, becomes a law. It doesn't at the end of the day, it's an infringement. Right. And we're right now, like when people say, oh, you should come to the table and talk about things because you're going to get you'll get more things. Well, we've got like 20,000 more things from shall not be infringed. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, um, John Crump, I guess, wants to come in. I don't know. John Crump, you, hey, you want to come? He wants hey, to come in and ask us questions. What's up? Hey, I'll go ahead and uh, and get off and let John take my place. Okay. Uh, but 
but mm-hmm. before I, before I go, guys, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost, look at one of Babyface's videos and listen to some jazz and watch oh, him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rod, Rod, you know what? I had somebody comment today that he was that that was the cringiest music they've heard. And I I was just I was lost for words. I couldn't believe that somebody said that. That person, that person has no style. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime yeah. when I'm sexy, you know, or I need to calm down, I throw this a baby face good music. video, listen to some nice, smooth music, and watch him put a, a AK-47 together. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know, but 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 really, guys, um, you know, let's take a step back. Like Hank said, I've never seen Hank this mad before. You know, and I've known. I'm just mad. I'm just mad because I feel like I'm getting played all the time. And when I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm getting played by someone that's talking one message over here, then another message over here, and then every now and then sniping me, you know, and doing this thing and that thing, I'm like, what's the deal? I feel like I'm dealing with an op, like someone who's an undercover operative in there to push me in one direction or another and trying to set me up for something. That's how I feel about it. That's why I'm mad. And you don't at this point you don't know if you really can can trust that person, you know the one that you know that could be defending that's going to be defending the whole. Yes, you know, and I want to let people know that that person is definitely not speaking for me. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. But you know the the one thing is that you know this this is going to be a, a long fight that we're going to have. We we're just think about it, man. We're at the beginning of a four year. Okay, mm-hmm. we're in what the second month of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, third, third, third month. Oh uh, no, second yeah. month. Right? But it it, it does it does it it doesn't help if someone is standing up to the Nazis. Like if if we're the French or something, right? And the Nazis have invaded, and you could people could do whatever they want to about me making a Nazi analogy here. I don't really care. Uh, we're, the French, we're we're the French. The Nazis have invaded. Some French dude is standing up and going, um, "I'm willing to be reasonable." Give give me some power over these people who are unreasonable, and I'll get this all sorted out. That's I, I'm not cool with that. So, but I, I I appreciate you. I appreciate your point of view, Rod Mills. Well, that that's when we pull that person aside, and you know, think about this, Hank. Um, you uh, do you have an uncle? Uh, I got a ton of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't so, talk to none let, of them. <laughs> let me let me ask you this: um, uh-huh. When you were young. Did your did your dad and your uncles get together and tell you about the birds and the bees about boy don't don't date that kind of girl date date this kind of girl here did they pull you aside and do that my to both you? my parents did yes right so let's let's be what we want to be now our parents uh to those that may think a certain way let's because you can actually go and fight somebody and they're never going to think your way because now they're mad with you Mm-hmm. But I think if we pull that person in or whoever, okay, and say, hey, look, this is the why we feel this way. I understand how you may feel, but let me give you how I feel. Mm-hmm. This is, the you know, what we're trying to do. This is what we've given up. This is what we're trying. I, I liken this almost to pretty much the civil rights era in the fact that we're fighting for a right, our Second Amendment right, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have to look at it and say, hey, look, you know, we're weaker if we're segmented, seg- segregated. Mm-hmm. We're stronger. Yeah. You know, we, we never, um, you know, Hank, I need you. I need you. 
I need you. Richard, I need you. Okay? Together, we're in But Okay, you're you're breaking up you're, you're, my side because then I, I think John, John Crump came in. I think I started. Yeah, you're break, yeah you're breaking up you're breaking up a lot. Sorry about that. Now everyone's breaking up. Okay, hold on a second. Everyone's breaking up now. That's on your end because everybody's here. What is that feedback? Okay, hold. Okay, okay. Okay, go. Listen, <laughs> this is getting crazy right now. Okay, Rod Mills, go. Um. Okay. Okay, everyone's just going to keep... T Can you guys hear this clearly? Because I can't. Uh, yeah, everybody sounds good here. Let me check. I'm going to check the video. All right, hey, Rod. Patrick, he's trying to blame me on it. Yeah, all right, Rod. All right, Rod. All right. Okay, and then all of a sudden it's clear. Hey, guys. No. no, that's... No, and then you're you're coming in like that, too. I don't know what's going on here. Um. Oh, oh yeah. Hank, huh? It's streaming. Hank. It's the stream the video. It's streaming. the The quality the upstream is bad right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Your downstream is fine because I can see you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you hit your data limit, didn't you? Uh, no. I don't upload. No, it's cleared up now. It's cleared up now. Sounds like it's cleared up, so I can hear everything. Okay, let's. All right. Um, <laughs> no, what what I wanted to say was right now. Um. Got them some disturbing news okay. about the background check bills. Right now, um, they flipped some Republicans. Mm. So okay. it's very, very close to being a filibuster-proof majority. And McConnell is walking back some of his language about fighting back. You know, he's going with who's the who's language. the Republicans that have been flipped? Do we know? Uh, I don't know, but um, from what I'm hearing, um, uh, McConnell is walking back some of the languages of, hey, we're going to filibuster this because they might not have the majority to filibuster it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we need everyone to contact your, 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 your Republican senators or whatnot and, and tell them not to huh? not to like bend on this. Yeah. I think more than ever now is a time that, um, that the people out there need to stay strong in the messaging and, um, and, and not give any kind of opportunity to, to these Republicans or whoever it is out there that wants to sell out the second amendment right now. Um, these kinds of messages are very dangerous when these idiots see this kind of stuff out there. They, and I'm not I'm not trying to say like hey let's jump and take this and connect these two things but you know 
we have to stand together here with one message. Like we're not going to accept this nonsense. Okay. Shall not be infringed. We're not giving up an inch. If you guys do it, we will, we will remove you from power. We will vote you out of office. We will push back against everything that you do. We're going to fight everything that you do. So, um, is Patrick still there? I'm still here. I'm waiting to get back to Rob Pinkus because I'm mad. Okay. Yeah, is so. Uh, I <laughs> thought this hold, hold was. On, hold on, before, before we go, before mm-hmm. we go, um, I I just want to tell you, um, of like a one second that we're really gonna have to push. I'm bringing up his name. He is, uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot John Cornyn. Mm-hmm. John Cornyn is the guy that introduced the uh, concealed carry reciprocity act, right? Mm-hmm. And he's also open to the UBC bill and the enhanced UBC bill. Yeah. Well, and this so is the guy damn, that damn him to hell. And then it looks like that might be, he's in Texas. We need to contact him if you're in Texas, because it looks like he might be one of the ones they flipped. Yeah. Who, um, um, is there any place we can get this information in one concise location and phone numbers and who to call? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, get, let me get that website. I'll throw it up in the chat here. Okay. Yeah. Um, and raise it. Thing, ra- all of us, I, I've already forgotten the guy's name, unfortunately. Yeah. John <laughs> right. Cornyn. John Cornyn. Cornyn. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But the, but it's only going to work if you're in Texas for him, but um, I, I'll throw up the, uh, the link to find out who your senator is. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Razor JB has a good point here that um, I'm going to try to stick to. Politicians reading that article think there's hope or can change minds, which could make them lean the other way, meaning the wrong way. And I think yeah. this is the danger right. that we're running. We're running so this that's danger. What, that's that's what you were saying when you're saying that was not written for us. That was written for the White House. That was written for politicians to look and think, oh, let's let's look at what the gun guys agree with. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying now. And I think look at right. what the gun I guys agree. are publishing. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, this is a very dangerous okay. thing. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw mm-hmm. if if one of the admins can approve that post. Um, I don't know. That's you, how you find your you up, Okay, I if you if you put it, it in the chat here, I'll post it. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Or Patrick can po- yeah put it in the chat, and one of us will post it in there. Um, I'm guessing okay. that Crump doesn't want to have get him become a big part of this conversation. Based on well, no, I, mean, I I I gotta run. I gotta put my kids to sleep. But okay. um, tomorrow, Rob, I'm gonna be I'm gonna do an uh, recorded interview with Rob. I'm gonna post the whole thing unedited, and I'm gonna ask a lot of really tough questions. Mm-hmm. And I think Hank, you know some of the questions I'm going to ask. Okay. Don't let, don't let him walk. So it's, it's not gonna be a softball question. Good. Well, make sure that he's talking very clearly and concisely and not well, giving up I, double speak. I want to know like exactly where his position is and is he willing to stand on that and get off of this nonsense of let's have a conversation. Well, I already told him that any question I ask, we're not going to move on until it's answered. If I had to sit there and ask him over and over again, basically like what I did with Kim Stouffer or Amon Brown when they tried to like redirect it okay i'm not gonna keep on going right back to it until they answer it okay if i have to sit there for two hours just asking the same question over and over again i'm going to get it answered yeah 
Yeah. Trench War Chronicles says, are you the feds? I'm not sure. Uh, that is it? one of the questions. Oh, that's. Ex- <laughs> that's. Are, are, OK, are, I get are, it. Are you a I get it. Don't prime him. He says, ask that. I'm not going to prime him, but I mean, one of the questions, the first question is, are you secretly working for any anti-gun organization or working for any, any type of federal government? Do you really expect an honest answer? No, but a lot of times without an honest answer, you can still tell. Yeah, just you get the expression. Yeah, I'm with yeah you. what I heard today, here's a question I would like you, like you to ask Rob Pincus based on the conversation I had with him today, in which he uh, brought up to me how he's pioneering the 3D uh, printing world for guns. Um, I would ask him if he invented 3D printing guns. <laughs> I, I have question. no idea why, why Pincus is printing guns. I don't get it. Because he's like completely totally. Because it's the game. It's the game that we're playing. How do you infiltrate an organization? Go back and go back and read the book. I have candy. Yeah, go back and read the book. Like three years. Read the book from Vince Sheffalu, right? Undercover ATF agent. This is how you infiltrate people. You pretend you're down with them. If it's a bike gang, you get a bunch of tattoos. You start drinking hard, riding motorcycles, and everyone's like, "Oh, these guys can't. You know, they've got to be down with us." And I, and I just feel like this is the game that is being played here with all these things that all of a sudden he's all about, uh, you know, printing 3D guns and, and all this, all that nonsense, right? Look, I'm all for printing 3D, 3D guns. There's people who have put in a lot of time, effort, and work in pioneering Control that. Pew. Yes, Control Pew, lots of folks out there, right? And they have taken their blows for it so that someone can all of a sudden, I like, can... jump on the bang wagon and, and hijack... <laughs> The platform, <laughs> okay. Control Pew, and then there's uh, Ivan the Troll. He, yeah. He's the OG. Uh, Cody Wilson, who I talked to today. Yeah, can oh, we... nice. Well, how's he doing? Uh, did he uh, ever... Not bad. I should get him. On... He was on my podcast on Friday. He uh, get just him over by. here. I'd love to talk to him. I haven't. Well, I haven't heard anything from him since his old legal oh. fiasco that they set him up with. Because oh, I there, there, there's tons up. going. There's tons going on. Trust good. me. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, I will, uh, Hank, I, I will speak for Hank on this and tell Hank that he has to allow him on the podcast if we're. Able I, to I can arrange. Cody will. Sure, yeah, sure he would come absolutely. On. I would love to. I would love to be on too because yeah. I, I, I got the number one video on their machine. I'm just. No, right. Of course you do. <laughs> that's, that's true. Hey man, hey man, you you beat my video. <laughs> and my video was like the first one out there. I, got, I, I, I got don't the know first how one I outside got so big. distributed, and you beat me, man. You don't, don't have that babyface uh, secret sauce, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I just print. No, it, my my video was like an hour long, and it was just printing something. <laughs> it's hard not yeah. to have something an hour long when it comes to their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it's, it's called cool stuff. Uh, uh, Babyface, I'll talk to you offline about some stuff. I think yeah, you'd sure. be very interested in. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Do you have my phone number and or any way of contacting me? I think I have you. your phone number. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just send me a text. I'll I'll uh, I'll. Yeah, very interested we'll, in hearing any of it. And one more thing before I go tomorrow, um, I am breaking a story that you guys are probably going to be talking about tomorrow night. Uh, it deals with FBI documentation that um, that's been acquired. Where should we look for it on Ammo Ammo Land? It's, yeah, Ammo Land. I think at nine thirty it drops. Is this in regards to Hunter Biden? No. Okay. Well, it could be, but no. Have you have you followed up on any of that Hunter Biden stuff going on? Where they threw the gun in the dumpster? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, somebody beat me to it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, here's the thing, right? From my research into this, 
I don't think the people that approached the gun shop were uh, Secret Service agents. Dan Bongino says they weren't. He says they were not? They were not. Mm -hmm. So who were they? Mmm, juicy. Uh, I don't don't know, but uh, Secret Service agents log everything, and there was no logs. So were they they representatives of the federal government? And and there was no logs. I don't think they were. Did they show any badges? Uh, The gun shop owner won't talk to me. Really? So it could possibly be people at the White House or political operatives... Yeah, yeah, or higher, higher. Okay, guys. so here's no, here's uh, the important I, question on that. Will now the no secret, way secret service? Agency. Will now the secret service or the FBI or whoever's in charge of this investigate like they did no. when it came to uh, Kodak Black? Um, my personal opinion: both Kodak Black and uh, Hunter Biden should be in prison for lying on the forty four seventy three, as well as the forty four seventy three is nonsense and shouldn't even exist. Well, well, here, here, oh, I'm I'm gonna tip my hand a little bit. Here's the thing, right? Let's say you got caught in a uh, in a video doing donuts in the parking lot, and they issue a warrant for you because you did donuts in the parking lot. All right? Did I eat the donuts or drive my no. car around in circles? No. Okay. okay. Doing donuts in the parking lot—that's uh-huh. not a offense that would dif- disqualify you from owning a firearm. No. Right? No. The FBI is going to assume that you are a fugitive from justice trying to run from those charges before you even get served. Mm-hmm. So you're automatically going to become a denied person. Okay. Do you know the and name of the... You, you, you can, go ahead. You can file an appeal of that, right? But but here's the thing to that. When you file an appeal, you have to provide evidence that you never intended to run. Yeah. So the this... Warrant. So there's a whole bunch of different things here. And Night Train has this question, which you can answer maybe. What's the name of the gun shop? He lives in Delaware. But here's my thing. Yeah. There's a whole so- there's a whole sordid thing going on with Hunter Biden and his brother's wife. You know, his brother passed. There's his wife. There's some crazy thing going on. She gets a hand. She gets her hands on his gun that he lied when he bought it. But oh, I'm she sure she did get her hands on his gun. She illegally <laughs> or you know whatever. She disposed of this in you the most irresponsible it. way. Let's just forget about legalities or whatever. She disposed of this gun in the in the most terrible, irresponsible way. You know you could imagine of. She just took it and threw it in a in a dumpster that was full. Right. This is this is what she did. So there's lots of things that went wrong there that um, at some point someone should look into. But, you know, ultimately, I, I, I don't know. It's I think that it's not as important as all the other stuff going on. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny that either. Right. It's a lot of BS going on here. Um, there's a lot of nonsense. There's the 4473 is a lot of craziness, you know. Um, there's people using things when they feel like it and all that. It's kind of like your window tents here in Florida. You know, it's just a, a, a thing that's there. So police can use it if they want to to pull you over and harass you. But it's not necessarily used on everyone. So. Um, I'm, ch- I'm checking my notes to get that gun shop. Uh, yeah. Somewhere here. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you have it. By the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups, okay? We appreciate you guys smashing the thumbs ups. It's a little bit uh, of, of a fiasco with this show today, technically. Babyface so, keeps going yeah, in so, and out. Mm-hmm. 
you need to get some damn better internet. Or we need to stop using Skype because it's almost guaranteed Okay, Skype. yeah, okay. Blame it on everything except your camera, I understand. It ain't my camera. <laughs> I got a, like, $800 setup here. It's not my camera. And it's not going out for me, I'm just saying. Um, right. Or me. Or Rich. There you go. Right. So, uh... We, oh, oh, we got to get back to we got to get back to the pinkest. Yeah, I want to back to this, uh, get back to this. I want to get back to this double speak uh, crazy nonsense. Uh, Crump, do you are you able to pull up that? Uh, yeah, I'm going through my notes. Okay, like okay, go through your notes, uh, Patrick. Notes pull this. back up that article and uh, figure out where we left off here. To expect meaningful and lasting change, we must first change the entire conversation from one defined by. We already read that common ground messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, here's the one that I sent to him, uh, Hank. Listen to this. Listen to this. At the end of the day, every decent American. I mean, uh, what the hell? Okay, go ahead. Every decent American, from those who love guns to those who hate them and everyone in between, wants the same thing. To protect themselves and their loved ones and to make our homes, schools, and communities safer. That's the way it reads in my mind. I have to read it like that. You yeah, know, it's not true, though. Lie, That's not to true. To lie to you. Mm-hmm. Every decent American. Ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. This, how, how it's this common ground provides ample right. opportunity to achieve historic impact on the gun deaths we all want to prevent. I... Mm. But bringing this opportunity to fruition is easier said than done. This basic point of fundamental agreement between people who own guns and those who don't has always existed, yet it is still perceived as a culture war. And as a result, little has been achieved. Um, This is because no true counter-narrative has ever been established to seriously challenge the polarizing political debate being perpetrated by extremists on both sides. No, 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 no. On both sides and unwittingly by those with pure intentions. So you're either an extremist. Yes. Or, or you have pure stupid. intentions. And you're just wrong. Sorry, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. Fortunately, you're we... So I want my gun rights and I'm an extremist. Yes, yeah. Like the Constitution basically. says. Yeah. Fortunately, we believe a paradigm shifting counter narrative... Expa- oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. My, my bad. Paradigm <laughs> shifting. <laughs> I just read that. Uh, wrong. I know, I know. I've, I've done the same thing. <laughs> Paradigm shifting counter narrative exists specifically. And then in bold writing, together. Bold. Yeah, go ahead. Together, you read the bold. We can cut the number of gun involved deaths in our country in half and make all of us safer just by keeping guns from the people we all agree we all should agree. not have them. Okay. I.e., people who are dangerous to themselves and others. I should be a politician. I can lie professionally, I'm pretty yeah. good at it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's there's a lot to unpack there before we go on to other first stuff. First off, first off, every decent American, they're using that that fallacy against you. You are either yeah. listen, if you don't agree with us, you're not a decent American. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Or you're um, an extremist. Or you're an extremist. We can uh we can cut the number of gun involved deaths in our country in half and make all of us safer. I don't give a rat's hairy ass about being safe. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't. Safety you safety can't. is my priority. Yeah, but you can't cut any of these statistics. Just by keeping guns from people, we all agree. Here's more of this language. We all agree should not have them. People who are a danger to themselves or others. No, you're you're the uh, man. I need to I need to take a debate class because I don't know the fallacy that's here. But clearly, that's fallacious. A fallacious argument. 
All of us agree. All of us agree that this is how it should be done. Well, it, it's a bunch of BS rhetoric. Yeah. I, yeah, this absolutely. Is, this is absolutely the worst speak. Good people want this. You know? Yes, yes. In, and so I, I don't mean to be a, a jerk about it, but any one of us could lawfully purchase a firearm and have everything go wrong in our life over the next three months. And and you may turn the firearm on yourself. And that that's – I'm sorry. That's just the way some things go for people. Right, and I, right. And I'm sorry that – I'm sorry that – Unfortunately, mothers mothers put their children in minivans and drive the minivan into a lake. Off, off, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's a horrible thing. It and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that happened to that person. I'm sorry their life fell apart. I'm sorry they were addicted to drugs. I'm sorry. But this, that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. And you taking away any of my tools because you think somebody else is going to, to, to you know, uh, rope themselves. What, that makes no sense. The really dangerous no, thing here point, is though. we all agree we, that we all agree part. Where do yes. we all agree on who's the problem here? We don't. See, this is the problem <laughs> with political speech is it's tailored to make an emotional argument and to pull you in. Come on. We all agree on this. Everybody, every good American believes that it's this way. Uh, otherwise, you're a piece of shit, you know? Yeah, I – I definitely don't agree with that, you know, and I think that um, in a lot of cases of a lot of the violence that we see, um, regardless of what tool is used for that violence, is coming from people who don't give a crap about laws. And the people who suffer the most are the people who really need the Second Amendment to be able to defend themselves and, and they need the access. I'm talking about like hardworking Americans, living yeah. in, in law abiding people living in places where they cannot easily own firearms in order to protect themselves and they don't have they don't have access to that women i know all, all kinds i know i, I can tell star you quest shooters sorry what star quest shooters i, star I gotta take quest off I gotta, I gotta get my kids to sleep okay, okay. star quest shooters that's the I, I, name of the the, yeah. the place in uh, star quest shooters and survival supply i just wanted to get that out there before yeah so if anyone if up, anyone knows those sorry, guys serving I've been yeah. waving my hand and putting the hand up on Skype. And oh, everything. no, it's fine. We're, we're yeah. too impassioned. Yeah, you got to jump in, Crump. Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, thanks, Crump. I appreciate it. Right, he, no, no he just goes, Mr. Yeah. Crump in the back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no matter what happens with Ammo Land, you can always come on here. You know, um, uh, I That's think. That's not what you I, said earlier. You said you're a bastard for working for your I never said that to you. You know that's not true. You know that's not true, no, I and I, and I've already squashed my beef with the with Emily. Yeah, Freddie Freddie contacted me and he wanted your number, and so uh, I gave it to him because you know you know anybody that's willing to face hardship like that, anybody that's willing to face down uh, somebody that's upset with them head on, that's a good guy. Yeah, Just throwing that out. Yeah, yeah, Freddie's a, a really good guy. I've yeah. I've told Hank that multiple times, and that's that's somebody worth uh, keeping some. And I and I've told him that I. I I believe the reason why they printed it is what they said. Yes. He also told me that what I said and is harsh, GOA but he understands. <laughs> yeah. And GOA is going to be responding, by the way. Uh, 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 Phil from GOA okay. uh, is writing a response. Cool. Yes. And um, Amoland says that they, they're going to use our response in here. Obviously, oh, they're going to they're going to embed this so people can look at it or whatever, and they can see us free consciously flowing our thoughts here and not hiding behind big words I like parad like paradigm. 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 <laughs> YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Emoland is the greatest place in the world. 
It oh, okay. would be really good if okay, they now you gotta go. We don't agree writers with writers a great big raise. <laughs> yeah, John Crump. Um, I can tell you that I told them that John Crump is one of the most valuable assets that they have <laughs> at their disposal. Um, and that's not what Freddie told me. Freddie told me that that you said they should fire me. No, I would never say that. If they fired you, anymore. I would thank hire you in a heartbeat. Thank you, thank you, Hank. Yes, I would hire oh, you in a heartbeat. Your you, you're not going to get paid much. I can <laughs> no, you're not going to get paid at all. <laughs> you won't eat for like months if that's your only source of income. I'll give you a million tusk a year right now <laughs> to sign on. A million tusk a year. <laughs> Hey, man, that might be I, worth I a lot with, of money. Yeah. I agree with Andrew Sla- Slagle, Slagley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I do not agree, and I'm fine with being a piece of shit. I'm with you. <laughs> che- cheers to that. Yeah. I wish I still had We're the deplorables, right? We're the deplorables. <laughs> right. Well, that, one of my questions gonna... tomorrow is going to be, am I an extremist? Yeah. You can't keep throwing all these out there. I guarantee Pinkus is watching this or will watch this. It doesn't matter. Tell me, I, I got a lot of questions. It's going to be fair. It's going to be tough, and it's going to be fair. And uh, it's not a debate. It's a. I'm going to ask the questions. I'm going to keep my personal opinions aside, but I'm going to ask the questions and let him answer it. And like I did with uh, Kim Stofer and with uh, Almond Brown, I'm just going to let him him answer it. I didn't interrupt those guys. I didn't, you know try to argue with them i just let them i think you i think you are the most fair way to have that conversation um so i'm looking forward to looking at that i will look at it i could just say that you know i i'm not i'm I'm having this discussion about someone in the gun community and I, i i try not to get like personal about this there's a lot of stuff that happens or whatever and i hope that we're not being I'm not. I'm deliberately not being personal uh, when when it comes to him. I am talking we're about not, his statements. We're not. We're not attacking Rob Pincus as a human. We're attacking his ideas. That's that's what debate is. Yeah, and you he's entitled. And he's entitled to his ideas. Yeah, I just it, think no matter how stupid. Yeah, it's hurtful. My high it's, function, it's, Go ahead. My high functioning autism. Um, means I can. Yeah. Separate. You know what it is. It's it's um it's it's. To me, the interesting thing is that folks who could put on a suit and get in front of the big companies out there who would listen and they listen to what these folks say and then they talk like this really worries me. Um, when I get out there and I, and I deal with companies and stuff like that and some of them don't like it that I tell them what I think about stuff and then, and then that is what it is, right? They don't support us. They don't want to deal with us, whatever. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to tell any company that will listen to me that we should not budge one inch off of asking for the pure Second Amendment. Okay? All right, that works. With that, I'm out of here. Let me play my outro music. Yeah. Oh, God. See you guys uh, later. This is gonna, okay, so this is a thing now. What the hell? This is a thing for Crump now. He's going to play outro music when he's leaving. Do you understand what's what kind of craziness is? Okay, babyface, uh, center yourself a little bit because we're in three right okay, now. Hold on, if hold you want to get back, see where I am. Do I need to go that way? The other way. No. Other way. No. Yeah. There no. you go. Boom. No. Uh, right there. Right there. Okay. Right there. That's good. Yeah. We believe that it is essential to root any uh, solution, political or otherwise, in this deceptively simple message. Deceptively simple. Mm-hmm. Which means that it's not deceptive. It's. It, mm-hmm. I mean, which means that it is decept- being deceptive. For gun control advocates, it demonstrates an authentic respect for rights 
There is no such thing as gun control and rights. They, but what? They, but, they, but the authentic idea. So what? Our the the Second Amendment is the most authentic version you could get of the maple yes. syrup here. I'm sorry. Yes. In a compelling context for the most impactful proposed solutions, a context which creates a more powerful whole greater than the sum of its parts. For mm. gun rights advocates, it provides uh, for people, gun rights advocates. That's a bullshit misnomer. It's mm -hmm. for people that believe in the Constitution. For constitutionalists, mm -hmm. it provides reassurance and tangible demonstration that no one is seeking to take rights away from responsible gun owners. Nothing said so far has uh, filled me with confidence that you are not working to take rights away. From response, see, here's the other part of the doublespeak. Mm -hmm. responsible gunner. Well, if you go as long on, as you're responsible, you'll be fine. Yeah, but if you go on here, but simply saying this message is not nearly enough. Advocates must allow wholly accept I'm sorry, advocates must also wholly accept the onus of clearly demonstrating how any proposed solution, legislative or otherwise, actually impacts the number of gun deaths and does it only by keeping guns from the people gun owners easily agree should not have them. Here we have this no, wording again. No, there's no again. easily agree. I don't easily agree that no one that people shouldn't have their firearms. Yeah. You're not a criminal till you're a criminal. Yeah. And, and, and if it's a crime to commit suicide or whatever, again, you're not a criminal till you off. Yeah, there's yourself. no there's no pre-crime. Yeah. No, but, there is no pre-crime. You're not a criminal until you do something criminal. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it goes on to say this may be a tough pill to swallow for many of the staunchest gun control activists, most of whom strongly support solutions that have the potential to undermine this message. However, we hope that the potential for real and significant impact makes that pill go down a little bit more easily. No, okay. there, no, no, no. They don't, I don't no. think, uh, yeah, I don't. So Most uh, importantly, in mm -hmm. the end, true change is going to require an unprecedented degree of empathy. No, 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 no. See? Playing it, empathy. No, hold on, you skipped the middle part. You skipped oh, importantly. Yeah, go back I up to importantly. Yeah, it starts importantly, on yeah. We must also consider the optics that are being created, often unwittingly, which have the potential to do irreparable damage to the credibility of proposed solutions and chances of their successful implementation. It looks bad. It looks really bad, so it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. This requires looking at policy and program priorities through the lens of the messages they communicate, particularly to members of the gun-owning community that would otherwise be supportive – and who support the media and gun control advocates enjoy touting. It also means giving who, more careful I, I don't ever see them touting that, okay. Yeah, I'm trying no, to figure out who that's talking about in the gun community. It also okay. means giving more careful strategic thought to messages. Truly shifting the narrative requires far more than the usual talking points. This sounds almost From like the usual. Yeah, so it says it also means giving more points. careful strategic thought to messengers. So in other words, they want to control who gives out the message. Yes. That's what this, it says right this, there. This sounds like a leaked internal document that should have never seen the light of day because it really makes you look bad. Yeah. True. You need to control the message because it's unpopular. Your message is unpopular. So, well, we need to we need to and, control and this part. Things. This part here specifically is addressing uh, gun guys. Truly I know the other parts the were addressing gun control people. This is addressing gun guys. Go ahead. Truly shifting the narrative requires far more than the usual talking points from the usual suspects. You cannot expect the American public to perceive preventing gun deaths as anything other than a political issue. If most of what they hear is from politicians, pundits, and organizations that have effectively been cast as partisan. No, no, I just don't give a rat's hairy ass. And you shouldn't either. I, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. You shouldn't. 
what somebody does in their private time, and I'm sorry if, if they, again, if they off themselves, it's none of my business. It doesn't, uh, none of these objects that are sitting around me just off camera are about to jump up and shoot me. It just don't work like that. Yes. Now, uh, I'm try I don't know what they would, like, he may be saying here that, um, you know, the people who are getting up and talking about gun control are politicians. Yeah, so okay. they, they're, they're basically this whole paragraph to me sounds like we need to control the narrative because it's unpopular and we'll have to reframe it and message it differently to yeah. make it popular. We but, need to package it differently to make it popular. Yeah, but when I sift through all the when I sift through a lot of this here, um, even though this sounds like a political message, it sounds like he's saying, well, you know, if you get someone like me who's reasonable. Oh, this reasonable. is what this is about. This is coming at two. This is coming at two people at the same time. Like if you look at this, this is simultaneously talking to the gun control side and the pro gun side, right? And saying all of you need to listen to me and let me be the representative of of what's right for yeah, everyone. Absolutely. I think this is getting paid. There's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely, absolutely. There's no way this is done for free. No way. Uh, most importantly, in the end, true change is going to require an unprecedented degree of empathy and open-mindedness from everyone with pure intentions, pure intentions, mm -hmm. who agrees with the fundamental goals of doing everything we can to prevent gun-involved tragedies without impacting the rights of right, reasonable gun owners. So, so list, basically, that means get the fuck off of gun control because that is impacting reasonable, in, impacting gun owners. So there is no alternative. Um, uh, this means all of us accepting without the appearance of judgment those who make different choices around gun ownership. This uh, uh, this means truly listening in order to gain a deeper understanding of how our words are being perceived and the many avoidable subtle clues that Belial – man, they've really gotten into this – our best intentions and make it easy for those. Yeah, I wish this was just plainly written, man. This is – um. Joseph this is written, wrote this. Yeah, but, but um, the dangerous part is coming up. So let me just I, let me just say because we may not get to it, but the dangerous part is what they lay out here. Yeah, as, policy and program recommendations. Yeah, we believe that this, there are three major areas of solution that have the potential to elevate the conversation around guns in our nation from one defined by an uh, ideological political debate to one defined by the common goals outlined above. None of us have common goals. Get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, to taken together, the examples below have the. Uh, potential to add up to an overarching campaign uh, to cut number of gun deaths in our nation in half just by Which keeping guns from in the and people. of itself is a big massive lie. Yeah, just by mm -hmm. keeping guns from the people almost almost everyone agrees should not have them. Uh, uh, more double speak. Uh, uh, everybody agrees. One, education awareness and norm change. That should scare anybody. The idea of changing norms. Re-educating. Re-educating. Exactly. That's exactly what that is. Norm change. You gotta you gotta think different. In the long run, we believe this area represents the greatest opportunity for deep and lasting impact by reducing the staggering number of gun suicides and the far too many fully preventable unintentional shootings. You know, Strong there's more suicides in England per capita than in the US. That's a depressing place. Mm -hmm. They only have gray skies. <laughs> yeah. Strong evidence also shows this area represents the greatest opportunity to prevent most school shootings. Achieving success here requires fostering a deep appreciation among gun owners of the real dangers of owning and carrying guns. Do you think none of us appreciate that we have deadly weapons around us? Do you really think we're that fucking stupid? Uh, real dangers of owning and carrying guns and what can be done to mitigate those dangers. Do you think I'm fucking dumb? Like, do you, th you really think so? Doing that requires a disciplined strategic approach with messaging and programs 
that passed the smell test as being completely smell. Joe Biden would like that. Completely independent of any policy goals of those advocating for them. This is obviously tricky business, but we are certain there are numerous unscaled initiatives and ideas already out there, such as furthering public education about warning signs of mental illness and suicide that, with the right communication, expertise, and strategy, have great potential. Another area of education, awareness, and action that clearly holds great promise is the work of violence interpreters. In cities and communities across the country, we believe these efforts are entirely consistent with and complementary to all the ideas reflected in this document. Yeah, there's a... there's yeah, there's a bunch of stuff going on here. Um, so I know that even Rod Mills has this had this conversation, and we've had it many times. Like, oh, people need to get training. I do not believe in mandating people to get training and all these kinds no. of things, right? No, no, there's no mandate. No, 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 you're right. Yeah, this- it's funny. I reached out to Rod this morning about. That. I'm like, Rod, you you really should say hone your skills you need to hone your no skills but i think rod, so rod has the rod from his point of view has the right to say hey you guys should get training it's, it's true you should get training I think yeah should. but it should I but the idea of mandating it and having people sit down and take these classes and being evaluated and all this kind of stuff that's not i'm not with that right people need to people need to become responsible for themselves and the dangerous that's things the thing. that they deal with in the world which we this all should a- do. We've got we've got prescri- prescription drugs. We've got vehicles. We've got all kinds of things. We ha- we get married and we have children and we don't go through all this kind of nonsense. Um, right. This is this is a very I think fundamental division between left ideologies and right ideologies. Left to me, left ideologies come from the uh, idea of you don't know well enough for yourself and you need to be taught how to be well. Exactly. You need, exactly. You need us to make sure you're doing the right thing. Where right mm-hmm. ideology is, no, it's your responsibility. You need to exist on your own as a human being and learn not to eat the fucking poison plants outside because they're going to fucking kill you. Like that's that's your responsibility, personal responsibility versus the police state telling you you need to get some training. You need to go uh, have a class on that gun just so you know how mm-hmm. to use it. No, mm-hmm. it's your fucking responsibility. You need to learn that this is a dangerous thing and it's on you to know how to use it. Yes, if you so if you're a broken so person that decides to go out there and go after other human beings, those human beings just need the ability to fight back against you in that moment. Absolutely, man. That's that's my personal, uh, you know, that's how I look at that. So simplifying, Wait, no. clear. Sorry, sorry, Rich. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the the point is, I I don't know about you guys and your interaction with police, but most police I know don't know crap about guns. All they know is they got to qualify once or twice a year. They, that's it. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, no, as you, terrible, terrible yeah, gun. but you, as your own person, you can be responsible. You can take up the level of your responsibility of that. And if it's important to you to be proficient in it, then you will be, and you may be able to use that. And if it isn't, then hey, maybe that lessens your probability of surviving situations or being able to deal with it. You are a human being. <laughs> that come across this in many other ways and I'm not going to agree for people to mandate these things and then use this as evidence against you. When we go on further in this thing, they're basically agreeing to red flags and uh, uh, you know, uh, confiscation by that person voluntarily uh, giving up their weapons and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look, if you, if you think there's something wrong with you, Okay, go do what you have to do if you think there's something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, that's right? on you. That's on you. If you if you feel something is truly wrong, you need to go get help for it. But that's yeah. on you. But we can help you. Your family can help you do that. Your friends can help you like, hey, you don't feel you're not go you should go see somebody. But that's ultimately on you. 
yeah, taking away the guns from now, if you know, if a person is out there making threats to people, there's already things in place for that person there's, to be there's dealt with. There's a difference between a call to action. A call to action is different than anything else. Yeah, but and how how are you? That. How is it taking away any one thing from that person, stopping them from doing something with some other thing? I mean, a shoestring in a in a high ceiling, you can do whatever you want. It's yeah. not. Do you want to go? Go ahead. Yeah, let's keep going. I know. We yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. Of the way through. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's get it in. Let's get it. Simplifying, in. clarifying, and enforcing existing laws. Of the many opportunities to have impact in this area, the strongest example and the one entirely consistent with our messaging goals is the opportunity to substantially reduce gun, gun homicides in urban communities by cracking down on a small number of gun dealers that are clearly bad actors. What the fuck does that even? Yeah, who are these people? Because if you know how clearly if they're they bad acting. Do something. If, if somebody goes in and passes their forty four seventy three, yeah. they I like how it's in, I like how it's in only in the urban communities. Yeah, black black kids they can't have guns. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. This is not that urban communities. They're they're saying gun dealers. We're not saying illegal gun dealers here. We're not talking about people illegally buying, stealing. However, they're no, getting no, no, their they're hands saying, on guns. Yeah, they're saying they're yeah. saying li- licensed if, if, dealers. Yeah, if you're a licensed dealer in the hood. You're a bad actor. Yeah, we gotta keep we gotta keep eyes on you, and we need a mechanism by where to watch you because we know you, you're the source of the problem, and the people in, in the hood are the source of the problem because they're buying guns from you so legally. You, you go to Chicago and you say, uh, "Hey, man, can I buy some guns out the back door?" Yeah, yeah, meet me around back. No problem, yeah. buddy. That's bullshit. Cool. You think? Does anybody really? I, I no. guess there are people that really think that. Happens. No one goes up. I'm an FFL. I don't go up against going like spending federal <laughs> time. To, Listen to, to this know. language. Most federally licensed. So, so up above, we had all this very, very strong language of "you're a true American, you're you're a good-hearted person." Most federally licensed dealers are decent. That's all they call them: decent, law-abiding yeah. folks who share the goals of public. But safety. not the ones in the hood. Not those hood ones. <laughs> yeah. Significant evidence shows that there is a shockingly small percentage of dealers that are selling the overwhelming majority of guns used in crimes. And that they're doing so, uh, doing it knowingly and illegally. If they're doing it illegally, they're not a. Where's the uh, ATF? Firearms license. Yeah, where's the uh, ATF? Where, where's and the ATF proving this? Of the illegal gun trafficking and sales that are disproportionately plaguing too many yeah. communities of. You know what color. we need? We need the ATF who allowed guns to go across the border to Mexico to get in here and go after these dudes in the hood. Why? I think. To have gun stores. Be, I think this is going to be pe- preaching the choir or whatever, but. Why are they asking for more laws when they're this literally has laws on the books to you, you can go after these people right now? Yeah, they're illegal. If somebody if, if some FFL is illegally selling guns, you can go raid them right now. <laughs> what do yeah. you need, mean? You if, need more if, laws. Um, if if um, if Pincus in his capacity as an undercover agent <laughs> is aware of what these folks are doing in the hood. Yeah, he should do something about that, um, because if they're illegally selling guns to people that shouldn't have guns, for sure. This is what the we've had these discussions, right, with Vince from the ATF, former ATF agent about it. If you're doing this, the ATF should do their job and go, hey, you're illegally selling guns to people who shouldn't this, get them. But it, but why is it is why is it most of them are law abiding? But over here, you make a statement saying, oh, we know where this is, is an urban what are you talking about? These, it's this not. There's no. Me. There's no FFL holders in in these urban communities using that. Uh, I'm not. Well, I shouldn't say none. 
But those people are doing that illegally, and it should be easy to figure that out and do something about it. This reminds me of uh, the last time here in Florida, uh, what was it, five years ago, we passed a hunting law allowing suppressors to hunt with. Mm-hmm. And the anti-suppressor people said that would be dangerous. There are going to be people out there illegally harvesting deer with their suppressors. And the argument has always been, ain't no fucking way I'm going to wait eight to months to a year plus $800 plus a $200 tax stamp to get my suppressor to go illegally harvest a fucking deer. You're crazy. Yeah. The but same you, thing. You know Who what? is going to pay their licensing fees, their business license, uh, for storefront costs? Go so through extensive background drugs. checks and have Are your you fucking serious give access. And and one of the things is, look, I'm not saying that people don't commit crimes, right? With FFLs. Okay. There's obviously there's going to be a small percentage of people who do that. Um, these people are not restricted to urban areas. Just the other day in the news was uh, some people, I think there was a FFL in Indiana, I think, that was getting a sheriff to sign off letters, and then they were getting all these machine guns uh, imported or whatever, and, and the ATF and whoever else looked at him was like, huh, this is some unusual activity with all these machine guns and stuff coming in. Just do your job. If, if, I, don't, I don't believe there's a reason for the ATF, but let's say this is it. Let's say we agree that that's it. Just do it. But you can't, for someone to put in a document here that they believe that this problem is solely coming from urban communities, that's really so dangerous. It's like saying that the, the guns in Chicago are coming from Florida. Yeah, you've heard that one. It, there's a silk road of guns traveling illegally up to other states where they be using crimes. That's some horse shit. The yeah. guns are getting stolen out of people's houses and getting used. Yeah. Policy. In short, we believe that the key, well, the last sentence, we believe this warrants at the very least an investment in further investigation and then a proportionate response from law enforcement. Policy. In yeah, short, good, thing, believe, good thing he's telling the ATF what their job should be. Yeah. In short, we believe the key to success here is establishing a messaging principle. Again, we need to control the narrative consistent with everything mentioned above. Quote, quote, the greatest opportunity, and I don't know who the fuck they're quoting, the greatest opportunity for policy impact lies not in keeping certain guns from all people, but in keeping all guns from certain people. <laughs> people almost everyone. The above the and, urban and people. They, they have to put in parentheses. The people almost everyone yeah, how, already agrees should not have them. Why is this being said so often? Because they have no facts. Yes, absolutely. This is all yeah. an emotional play. As with other messaging recommendations, unlocking the potential of this one requires uh, this one requires political strategists strategists to think more about the near-term expediency it requires a disciplined messaging approach this is all about controlling this sounds and i'm sorry i keep going off on tangents but this sounds like an internal memo that got leaked this doesn't yes. sound like no this sounds like a resume this sounds yes. like a job yes. pitch to the white house yeah, this right. is what i keep saying this sounds like a job Let pitch. Me be the guns are yeah to the white house successful policy change Walk away beto o'rourke <laughs> exactly giving careful and strategic thought to which policies reinforce this message and which have the potential to undermine it. This means evaluating the viability of a policy proposals not only with the onus of demonstrating clear impact, but also through the lens of what they communicate to the responsible gun owners who overwhelmingly support the most impactful measures. We overwhelmingly support this. So yeah, this is definitely preaching up. This means viewing concerns about confiscation and slippery slope is legitimate. Uh, this is all doublespeak. <laughs> and going... And going yeah. to the greatest lengths possible to avoid policy proposals that can be used to legitimize those concerns. Yeah. Then so, there's a, there's a big right. section here on expanded background checks. I mean, fortunately, the policy area with most 
uh, synergistic. God, I love this message. <laughs> is also the one that represents what we believe is the greatest potential for impact. Expanded background checks. Yeah. So this is very clear right here. Do we really have to read through this whole thing for people to get it? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. The overwhelming majority of gun owners have already accepted, already accepted that anyone engaged in the business of selling guns commercially should be required to conduct a background check. At the same time, the two of us uh, believe that many private transfers, such as gifting a gun to a family member or letting a fellow member of a gun club borrow your firearm, you have to be a member of a gun club. Borrow your firearm for a competition or a hunting event. What about uh, or borrowing it so I can overthrow the government or protect from overthrow from the government uh, should be legal and remain a private transaction outside of government regulation. We believe any expansion of the background check requirement should be focused on transfers. But to they're strangers. leaving out. Yeah, they're leaving out selling a gun to your neighbors that, you know, live, you know, and it, this is the they're trying to get away so from saying the, the this is the yeah, gun exactly. show. This is the gun show loophole that they're basically saying they believe should be closed. This is what they're talking about here. Um, we believe any expansion of the background check requirement should be focused on transfers to strangers. Because that's dangerous. Selling something to somebody you know, very dangerous. Sure, there are some important details to work out around expectations, such as specific definitions of strangers and expectations that would make it impossible for the government to compile a comprehensive list of gun owners. But we are confident, they're very confident, that there are solutions that can make a huge impact if we stick yeah. to the principles and message oh, I hate, of, I only hate these words. Guns, <laughs> of only keeping guns from people we all agree shouldn't have them. This is how to, quote, walk the walk in terms of demonstrating they're groovy. They walk the walk. No, this is a, this is a key. Uh, Pincus has something to do with that whole walk the walk In the talk terms movement, of demonstrating so. that we are not trying to limit gun ownership amongst responsible gun owners and how to give substance and true credibility to the claim that of respecting gun owners in the Second Amendment. I'm not – I don't even need to explain this to you. I don't know if I need to. If, you, if somebody out there needs me to explain this to them, I will. Any irony about expanded background checks is that they are perceived by many activists as being softer than an assault weapons ban when, in fact, evidence shows they have far greater impact. Considering that and the potential for uh, conversation about a ban of any kind to provide red meat for those who benefit from perpetrating or polarizing debate, god damn, they fill these sentences up too heavily. We believe the public face of any policy should uh, – policy push should – as entirely as possible, be focused on the background checks. The same caution goes for any measures like repealing the Second Amendment and postures of public protest against gun rights organizations. Those create easy opportunities for those with motivations other than our common good. Quote, well, uh, hi, um, italicized. Rather. No, yeah, it's finally. Finally, we believe an important part of the solution is a significant investment in an overarching concerted and sustained messaging campaign which contextualizes all of the above solutions. And any part that fits within the recommended common ground goals and messaging is part of a greater unifying effort that transforms a series of on-off initiatives – god, this is fucking retarded – This is basically a far more powerful whole greater than the sum of its parts. This is basically give me a shit ton of money for the next 10 years. I'm going to cut gun deaths in half. Uh, please and thank you, Mr. – President Biden. Conclusion. It's all psychobabble. Yeah. People should be worried. People should be concerned with the re-education claims that are in here. 
That's what they're talking about. We need to re-educate you. you. You're thinking wrong. You have bad thoughts. You want guns? You want to just sell your gun to a neighbor? That's dangerous. That's scary. Also, th- let me tell you, these background checks are adding extra expense to something. You know, it's getting in the way of you being able. So they're saying, oh, we believe in you being able to sell it to your to your relative. But, you know, have one. Yeah. But, you know, if there's folks that you know that are your friends, your neighbors, you've known them for a long time, you don't have the right to sell them this gun like you could sell them any other thing without going through a background check. I, You know what? I'll take it further. I don't give a fuck if you're my neighbor, my friend, or whomever that I'm selling to. I don't really give a rat's hairy ass. If you follow the legal requirements to own that mm-hmm. firearm, you give me cash, I give you gun. That's, yeah. that's all Ray I Ray Bozzolo said, who wrote this? Rob Pincus and Dan, what's the name of the guy from the uh, anti-gun uh, organization? Dan sucks. Uh, uh, shit. They're going to put this up live. I can't say that. Dan yeah. Gross. Yeah, Dan Gross and Rob Pincus wrote this, if you want to know. At this conclusion... At this unique moment in history, there is a lot of well-intentioned rhetoric about empathy, overcoming divisiveness, and uniting our nation around our common good. No, there's not. We don't agree on you with you at all. Mm-hmm. We propose that there is no greater way to do that than through the gun issue. <laughs> this bullshit! And that the time to do it is now. But to bring this opportunity to fruition, we must build from the foundation up, giving every bit as much thought to the messaging as to political strategy. Change is being made impossible by perceptions of a culture war that does not actually exist. Yes, it does. There is no group of Americans that doesn't care about safety, protecting our children. See, here it is. There is no group of Americans that doesn't care about safety, protecting our children, or respecting freedom. Yet inaccurate characterizations persist and thwart the possibility of change. To have a truly uh, productive conversation, we must do the hard work and genuinely listen to each other. This sounds like Obama to me. Rather, rather than reflectively retreating to our ide- yeah, uh, ideological you'd have to say, corners. Rather than reflectively retreating to our ideological corners. Ide- you got to do that. <laughs> ideological corners. <laughs> we must come together yeah. based on the common goals that truly unite us and reform our advocacy efforts into a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Than the sum uh, of its a new, parts. A new, a new united, united voice. voice that results in the real change almost, ev- almost everyone <sighs> Of us one. Except for those, except for those people that we all know. Except for those people that we all, all know right. are terrible. All right. Except for you those ready? People. Yeah. This is this is it. I'm gonna look directly at you, Rob Pincus. That is for you. And I hope this video goes live. You can fuck yourself up your own asshole. <laughs> okay, I've done. I've read the whole thing. Yes. Uh, thank you for reading that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, uh, reading with Patrick. Reading with Babyface. This was the novel of I'm a fucking retard. Yeah. Written and co-sponsored by uh, Rob Pinkins. Um, go ahead, paid. go ahead, go go ahead. Let's let. So now you've actually heard it, Richard Hughes, Patrick, and I read through this before. W- what are your thoughts? And well, first off, it's crazy psychobabble. This is like IT white papers where you're trying to figure out what the company does, and they just say we do great things in big flowery words. There's not one fact, one statistic, one percent, one number count. How many deaths were there? How many were suicide? How many people killed themselves with a kitchen knife? But there's a lot of key words, the people we all agree. Yes, yes. Yeah. But there was zero fact in that. How many – look, we we all have – you know, Patrick and I, if you took all of our guns and knives, we still could pull our car in our garage and and let it run. I could – I could chuck myself up in that lane again and it would chew me up real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lathe control will be next. Pincus is dead to me. I, I mean, he was on the S list for a long time in my book, my personal book. 
um, just because stuff I've heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I would never put my name on anything like that. I, I'm a GOA person. GOA's mm-hmm. got my back so far. Yeah, there's a lot of... I, I have to tell you guys, this is a pitch. The only thing that keeps coming to mind, even reading this again, is that this is a pitch to someone to sit on on a on some kind of committee from the White House on gun control and be the one reasonable pro-gun guy sitting on that committee bringing to us unreasonable... Yes. How did he I'll, put it? Uh, extremists. Uh, I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there. You, Rob Pincus, is not the reasonable uh, gun control or gun, gun advocate that mm-hmm. he's portraying here. So anybody that's listening to this... Oh, I doubt anybody will ever hear this anyways, but... No, he, mm-hmm. he, he does not speak for us at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee he speaks for nobody in our chat. Hank can speak for himself, whoever else is here, but pretty sure mm-hmm. he don't speak for any of us. Just saying. No, well, and in this day and age, we can all speak for ourselves. Thank you very much. Easily. Easily. <laughs> you know, um, and, and here's a note that I wrote. Uh, well, I wrote two notes that I'm going to give to you guys. One, speak to me plainly, if you please. This is how I would like to be communicated with. Sure, I like to flourish and throw in some big words or whatever, but this was a lot of psychobabble, doublespeak nonsense so that things could be denied. Um, And then two, to me, this isn't a negotiation. It's terms of surrender. And I don't agree with that. This is basically, to me, it feels like, one, it's a little scary that this is, again, feels like an internal memo that wasn't supposed to be leaked. That's odd. Um, but two, it, it's it, either it, a job application or he's getting paid already by some group. Yeah, uh, but two, it's it's weird that it's like it's almost like, well, this is what's going to happen, gun guys. You know, this is the this is you guys should be on board with this because this is you know the reasonable thing. You guys are just being crazy out there. No, and, and it's and like how many no, times have we been fucked. reasonable? Get fucked, yeah. Let me tell you guys something. Obviously, there's things I can't divulge, but there's multiple sources that have been telling me for a while that Pincus has been shopping around a lot of things like this document. This is not the only one. Doesn't this, Does that surprise this, you? This is this not is alone. This is not something that was written in the last three days. This is probably not something that was written in the last three weeks. Right. This is right. something that takes yeah, – There's no timeline on it. There, there's no – it just says recent. This is This is something that has been worked on a lot. I can guarantee you every word has been read over – a thousand times to make sure that the messaging is correct. They've yeah. got to get that messaging right. This is written by a PR firm. This is written by people yes. who do PR. This, well, or someone trying to be PR or be a bridge or the gun yeah. between uh, the gun community and the gun control guys. I'm, I'm going to ask. We've got a hundred people watching us live right now. <laughs> Smash the thumbs up. So we're going to need it. I'm sure this message is probably going to get suppressed. We're going to probably uh, people are going to try to deplatform us, do all kinds of craziness because we're having this conversation or, you know, just talking about this. Um, Kathleen Music Lover says, OK, I admit I wrote that for Pinkus. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but please uh, smash those thumbs up. Um, I think this is the point, and I think he's been trying to shop a lot of things like that to different organizations or get different people to sign on board of things. And I'm not sure what the success is, but what I would say to folks out there, um, you might want to carefully look over these things before you sign on to it. You might want to put your own messaging and your own uh, voice and opinions out there and not connect yourself to this. As I said in the beginning, I do understand why Ammoland 
put this message out there and I get it. And, and, and I was mad and I'm still a little bit mad, but most of the anger I think goes for the person who writes this. And in a lot of ways, and I don't, I don't, I'm trying to avoid saying, bringing up the R word that gets a lot of people on edge, but this is very pointed in a specific direction and it pisses me off. Okay. Uh, racism. <laughs> oh, oh, there, there is that. Oh, there's the an undertone in there a little bit. Yeah, there's a strong, like, keep hitting that message there. And I'm not really sure exactly who it's pointed at. I know that um, on the on the liberal side, on the gun grabber side, they're willing to do this kind of stuff. I, if they, it, to, a, you know, they, they pretend not to be. Here? Sure. Uh, well, I guess it, it's probably not even a serious question because mm -hmm. I'm almost answering it myself. If you really say you went into Southside Chicago. Mm -hmm. You had a magic magic wand. You went into Southside to Chicago tomorrow, and boom, every gaunt gun was gone, and they couldn't get more. Do you really think they would stop killing each other over gang violence? Really? Like, do you actually think? That I think I think I think I think that problem of what's going on in Chicago, and it it's bigger. To do with firearms. It's bigger yeah. than it's bigger than black people or people of color. There's a yes. lot of money in crime. And in Chicago, yes. in New York City, in Miami, in a lot of places, there's big money. Look, in, in, in the small town that I live in, there's big money in crime and there's people who are going after that money. And then they obviously get territorial over this money, right? I, I don't want sure. somebody coming after my turf. Of course not. Yeah. You know? Look, car, if, if, if there were no guns, guns on YouTube. <laughs> mm -hmm. If there were no guns, they would just run them over with their car. They're, they would stab. They would. I mean, yeah. people. People are violent inherently, and it's not black people. I'm not saying black people are violent because mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody criminals are violent. Let's just leave it at that. You're you're out there doing criminal activity. You've already kind of sold your soul to the idea that I'm a criminal. I'm a bad dude, or you know, gangster life sort of shit. Yeah. Well, let's ask our, ourselves this question: oh, If there's things that are illegal, if illegal enterprises are bringing money. What can we do about it? It's been illegal for a long time. We haven't solved the problem. We got lots of cops in, in Chicago and New York and in, in a lot of places in L.A. and in Miami. It's not solving any problem. What's the real way to solve this problem? There's not one simple answer. One, there's too many freaking laws. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. one. You know, and two, you have to allow people, you have to remove these laws and decriminalize things that have no right to be criminalized. And then you have to allow people to defend themselves against against these people. You know, that's what's going on. And crimes everywhere. There's 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 poor white people living in neighborhoods yes. where they're suffering the same kind of inner city or urban crime or whatever, you know, you want to talk about. So, yes, no, absolutely. I, I don't. It's not necessarily, and I'm not even going to say I don't think because it's not. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily the color of your skin. It has nothing to do with that. It's it's a, a, a huge amount of other things. But, but again, nothing to do with a, the tool that's being used. But potentially here, when I hear people saying, you know, we all know who's doing it, I think of the FOAC situation that we talked about last week, where they were like, oh, we know. They said the same. They had very oh, similar yeah. wording. What's the same of, language? Yeah. We yeah. know. We know who the people are who are getting these 80 percenters and doing stuff. And we should do something about it. And I then just, then I, they put I, cameras. I they put cameras on the table of JSD Supply. And they were they were filming black guys and following them out there and harassing those guys for buying 80 percenters, assuming that they're criminals. If this, you're a criminal, this, you break is, the law, then you get arrested. Crime. Yeah, this it's pre-crime. Pre -crime. This is pre-crime. You're assuming that he's going to go do something bad, and maybe he is. Maybe he's going to go turn those 100, 100 guns that – first off, if that guy's buying 100 ghost guns, 
quote. I shouldn't even use that word. That's bullshit. That mm-hmm. guy's buying 100 uh, palmetto, um, pieces of plastic. Uh, <laughs> P- P80s. If he's buying 100 P80s, that dude is rolling deep because I could not buy 100 P80s. That's a fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't believe anybody walked out of there with 100 boxes. I just there's no way. There's just no way. Yeah, when um, someone okay. actually becomes a criminal, then they are a criminal. Then you're you're arrested yeah. and you're tried and you're put through the court system. You yeah. are as <sighs> as um as uh, uh what is it gunfud um uh Matthew LaRossiere, right uh, fudbusters as Matthew Larossier Fudbuster said, it's not a crime for you to make your own firearm. It's not even a crime for you to sell that firearm if you make it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. It's when you intentionally, it's just like with taxes, okay? It's not a crime for you to go get a really good tax accountant, okay? And, you know, and, and mitigate the amount of taxes you pay. It's a crime when you avoid paying taxes. It's a crime when you, when you get into the business purposefully of manufacturing firearms and you evade going through what's set forth, you know, becoming an FFL, etc., right? The regulations that are set forth there, that's when it becomes a crime. And when people are actively engaging in that crime, not someone who buys it to make something for themselves, not someone who buys it, makes something for themselves. And at some point later goes, oh, you know what? I'll sell this. And this is the way for me to properly go about this. You know, this is the thing. We're not, we're not really solving problems here. We're just looking busy and acting like we're solving problems and we're shifting blame over to people and this whole thing the the reoccurring uh themes in here are very very disturbing to me and it's what made me mad well this is written from the mastermind point of view i know what's right for you let Mm -hmm. me tell you what's right for you i know who the right people are to have firearms you don't know the right people in fact Mm -hmm. i know what guns people should have also and where they should buy them and where they should be sold i the, this is really the the leftist agenda quintessentially on everything that you're too dumb to figure crap out for yourself. Yeah, I I hope that more um more gun folks out there don't try to get behind this message. Um, you know, I, I don't know. People, you can, you can, people can do what they want, I'm, I guess. But there there's fuds out there. I I've said this a couple times on this show. I've I did a contract in Green Bay, Green Bay, Wisconsin, for like three months. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys there are hunters. They're like, I don't know why anybody needs an AR-15. I was like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Stanley Walnut says, guys, FYI, gang violence in Chicago is committed by all races, religions, and both male and female. It's a gang problem, not a race problem. That's exactly what it is. It's not a gun problem. It's not a. It's not. Lots the, of the police officers in Chicago are compliant, complicit. Yeah. Excuse me. Complicit. Yes. With the crime. Yes. Makes their lives easier, so why why not just let it kind of... Same thing in New York. When they talk about all... Like you mentioned, Patrick, right? Oh, those guns came from Florida. Lots of New York cops have gotten in trouble selling guns illegally in New York City. Do you know how much an underground gun goes for? It's like 10x yeah. the price of, the, a, of a, a street price. Police officers there also have to sign off on... There's like a specific unit, I think, that has to sign off on you getting a, a, a license, a permit, and all that in New York City. They've been bribed. There's cases. You could look it up. I'm not making it up. Chicago is the same. Remember they were giving out iPads or something? Remember we talked about that a, month, yeah. a year ago? Yeah. Bribing people for to get to get licenses and whatnot? Yeah. So I think this this is all very dangerous. Um, huh, I mean, I uh... this is not the answer, and and I know that that is 
the, the, the perspective, I think, here, and, and I'm going to make some assumptions in this. The, the perspective here is, well, it's inevitable. You know, this is the inevitability argument. Well, it's inevitable that change is going to happen. Guns I'm going to die. Well, it's it's inevitable that uh, this stuff is, you know, gun gun uh, control is coming. That's inevitable. We just need to make sure we shape it the way we want it. When the real answer to me, and this is my opinion, is no, no. United front cross that says no changes, no yeah. more. Unless you are getting rid of our guns control, I don't want anything else coming. Yeah. Nothing. And, and how, so let me ask you guys this question, right? How many times do people, even other gun guys, come to you and go, listen, guys, how about if we just be a little rational here, no, you know, you and just give up we just a, just this little, just give up one little thing nope. and that, you know, otherwise you'll lose, you'll lose all gun access. I No, I'm not going to lose it because I'm not freaking giving anything up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm not losing anything. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. If you really want this in America, if you really want to go after the people of America, the law abiding you know, uh, patriotic citizens of America, okay, who only want to make this a better country for themselves and their family and their friends and their loved ones, and yes, even strangers that they don't know. If you're going to go after those people and you're going to let people come across the border illegally with no checks, okay, you're going to let crime run rampant, rampant, then we're we're pinning ourselves into a corner. I'm just going to have to stand up and resist you, you know? Um, Latino Locked and Loaded says, I just got home from work, but I've been fuming since I read that article around midday. I mean, you, just, you just want to get on the internet and rant. It just makes you want to get on the internet and rant. <laughs> I got it out of my system. I feel better. Now, you know, for a long time, I felt like, hey, something's going on here with Pincus, but I've tried to leave it Hank, alone. I will, I will say that, Hank, has you have told me multiple times, you're like, mm, something's up, something's up. And it's not recently. It's been over time. You know, something's up. So I think, yeah, I think something's up. <laughs> yeah, Gear Report. By the way, on Friday, we were supposed to have Gear Report on. I canceled because I really wasn't feeling well. Shout out to those guys. And I really do apologize. I didn't do it. I, I wasn't. Despite the fact that the stuff is saying that we're negative, I really didn't feel good. Um, he I says. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been ganged. Go ahead, read it, Patrick. I've been ganged up on by other gun writers and told I'm not fit to own a gun because I don't support background checks. Who the fuck told you that? Oh, I'm not. I can't get. I, it's nine o'clock. I can't get ranting again. I gotta. Gotta yeah. let my blood pressure come back down. Listen, I've let <laughs> this out of. Shit. Yeah, I've let this out of my system. Um, this is what I promise you guys. I'm moving on from this. Now, I'm not moving on from the Second Amendment. I'm not moving on from fighting. I'm not moving on from saying shall not be infringed, not not giving up an inch. But um, I'm I'm done. I've said my piece in regards to this thing by Pincus. And it's all good. These guys, you know, they can do and say what they want to. I'm not going to keep giving them. Obviously, they're seeking some kind of light and even want to use us to make us like, here's an example of the unreasonable people out there but um i really i really do believe in freedom and it's everything to me and i'm not giving it up i i was just looking there's a documentary on netflix about the pirate about pirates and stuff like that and i was looking at it and it was talking about blackbeard i don't know if anyone else watched this and it's saying how like blackbeard helps like he freed a bunch of african slaves right who were on the ships and stuff like that that they captured here's the thing later on when the king of england gave a pardon to pirates blackbeard convinced these african slaves that they freed and became pirates with them see pirates are supposed to be like the first people that believed in democracy democracy right like one man one vote 
etc. So he convinced a bunch of these guys to to go with him from the Caribbean to um to the Carolinas, and then he sold a bunch of those Africans back into slavery. Did he really? Yes. Now, wow, that's that's incredible. I had no idea. I was that's like the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed to hear that about Blackbeard. But this is I why no idea. you have to be responsible for your own freedom. Nobody gives you freedom. You get up every day and you fight for freedom. You get up every day and it's right here in the mind. Okay, Bob Marley said only you can free yourself from mental slavery. It's up here is where it starts. Yeah, yeah. It. Your your. People don't like hearing this, but your inalienable rights, inalienable rights were not granted to you by the government. They weren't given to you by your parents, by the the man right. next door. They're not granted to you by anyone. You're you're gifted that by being a human on this planet. By being and alive, by being born. By being alive, you have yeah. those inalienable rights. Yeah. And Every every creature has a right to defend itself. The trees defend themselves against us. (laughs) Have you tried to pick a rose before? It got the damn thorns. Yeah. Um, So Gare Report said, and I'm going to let you guys get some comments in here. Gare Report said, writers for major print and online publications. I was metaphorically blown away. Wow. And John John Crump (laughs) says, can you give Matthew a shout out? Let me give a couple seconds to clear out the air of what Patrick just said. I hope Matthew's not... (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. Close your ears. Watch this. It's 10 o'clock at night. It's 9 o'clock. Shout out to you, uh, young Matthew Matthew Crump. Take your little butt and go to bed. <laughs> okay, go ahead, guys. Uh, let's let let's let um uh so Richard Hughes hit us with your opinion here and then um tell the folks out there how they can contact you if they want to have further conversations with you, etc. Sure. I you know, I Pinks is dead to me. Let, let me just put it <laughs> flat out like that. Um I I've heard things about Pincus over the last six months. He this is an audition piece. This is I don't know if he's already getting paid or looking to get paid, but there there is no mealy mouthing this. And anyhow, flyingrich.com, uh Flying Rich Official on Instagram, and youtube.com slash flying rich. So Yeah, thanks Rich for coming on. And big shout out to John Crump and Rod Mills for also coming on. Uh, Patrick, I'm going to let you uh, say what your final opinion is of this and tell the folks. I know you put out a video today and people should go watch it. <laughs> YouTube.com slash babyfacep. We test fired the 1903 A3 and it did not blow up and it was a beautiful firearm. Yeah, I um, heard you shooting it out there. <laughs> I, it was and very we- loud and I knocked over one of the targets and we need to do some rebuilding. On <laughs> I need to do some rebuilding because I absolutely destroyed one of the poppers. Oh, yeah, it sounded like I, that. <laughs> I, and we well, didn't, we didn't, we didn't uh, make contact, any kind of contact with each no, other. No COVID, no COVID. I did pick up yeah. a new toy uh, that uses uh, these big, big old things. Yep, um, yep, yep. A uh, folding, folding Keltec. Rhymes with these. sub 2K. <laughs> yep. And uh, I've always wanted one, so we'll be playing with that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, um, it is always better to know your enemy and face them head on than to have a uh, sheep a wolf in sheep's clothing amongst you. So uh, yeah. I, I think this is great. I think this is great that we know who people are now. It's it's perfect. It's really good to know where people stand. Yes. and I'm going to end it with positivity. Right. In the worst, meanest way possible. <laughs> and listen, if truly um, you, you, you made a mistake, like I believe this, if I make a mistake, I'm not going to keep digging. I'm just going to come out and say, you know what, guys, I made a mistake. How? That's wrong. Or that or that's just straight up wrong. Maybe you do something thinking it's right in the beginning. And when you analyze it, you go, oh, this I can see how this is terrible. I've 
I've had to apologize for things in the past. I, mm-hmm. There, you have to. There are things that I've had to man up and apologize for, and yeah. I understand all that of it, us. it hurts your soul a little bit. Yeah, all of us. This is a pretty big fuck up. Yeah. Hopefully, no kids are watching. This is a pretty big fuck up. Yeah. So anyway. here's what I want to do before I go to the end and come back for the last word. Uh, we did post a video. I've put a lot of work into doing this video with Sam Andrews, and he's showing off his small arms collection, the British Empire period. Ton of work went into this. Please go look at the video. Leave your comments. Share it. All of that. I appreciate you guys doing it. Um, so let me let me run in the end, and then we'll be right back here, and someone will hit us with the words. Uh, I don't know. So one of you guys. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Please make sure you smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell um, so that you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places you listen to your audio podcast from. Um, I really do appreciate everyone joining us, smashing those thumbs ups and all that. Uh, Big thanks to Tusk Firearms Crypto. You guys should look into that. Check it out. Someone was asking if you can mine it. I would say no, but there are things, different things that you can do um, that are probably in that same vein look into it and and figure that out for yourself looks like um looks like richard hughes is driving somewhere so maybe you're gonna have to give the last who's giving the last words here richard you got something or should we go to patrick uh, my wife sent me out to buy something oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> obey the know, wife <laughs> if you know the enemy and know yourself you need not fear the result of a hundred battles Okay, good stuff. All right, thanks to everyone for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out, all.